Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Oh. Yeah, it's on. I think we roll. Yeah, we rolling. We making it happen. But uh, we're gonna have to start it off like this. And what it is, it's Kinky Sally representing that team, Pony Wax to the Max, with my dude. The one and only 6'5, Fee Jones. You know what I'm saying? And we would like to thank you and introduce you to another installment of the professional Playboy Podcast, man. How you feeling out here this week, man? Man, I'm feeling frustrated out here this week. What? I, I, can't, even, I can't even front with you, man. I'm frustrated. Oh, I'm man. like I'm like Mike Vick after he got hit in his head. You know what I'm saying? With no call. How do I feel? Frustrated. Oh man, we're gonna get more into that, baby. But uh first and foremost, man, let me do uh let's let's go ahead and do some promotion. This uh episode of the Professional Playboy Podcast is brought to you by none other than Pony Wax. Pony Wax Lickable Body Oils, man. Go to www.ponywax.com to get you some. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to give a big shout out to my dude, uh, Wes Beasy, who made that intro for the Professional Playboy Podcast, hey, man. Shout out to Wes Beasy for the hot track. He, he did his thing with that. For the hey, intro. We're going to be using that, brother, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. It's, we really appreciate that. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, big shout out to my brother Chico Manolo. Chico! Yeah, man. My brother Chico Manolo got the Japan Project coming out. Japan standing for just another play ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? He always got some clever shit. Come on, man. Come, Chico, Chico keeps some clever shit. Come on, know. man. All right. Come on, man. You know how we do it. We're going to come with you with the Obama Jim. I'm ready for the Jap attack. You know yeah, I can say it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything you got to, you got to, uh, you got to promote or want to promote? Oh, man. First of all, Presidente of Founding Fathers Entertainment. We got a release coming up. You know what I'm saying? We got King Day, the boy who became king. It was shot release soon. We, we're really juggling the date. I would, you know, we, we, we're trying to do the 28th. We, we may not do the 28th, but we may do something else. But anyway, the boy who became king, check out KD, King David. Oh, man. You find him out. Uh, be on the lookout for that professional Playboy uh, mixtape. You know what I'm saying? We are coming with a mixtape because I feel Milwaukee ain't got its own sound no more, man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had our own sound since Cuckoo Cal and Baby Drew. So. Y'all niggas biting Michigan too much, man. I swear to God, y'all on Detroit. Detroit, that, Detroit and uh, Chicago. 
Yeah, this is on Chicago dick. You know what I'm saying? Half these niggas act like they Chicago baby daddies and shit. But you know what I'm saying? For real, we gonna bring that real meal sound to y'all. You know what I'm saying? That player shit. That's what we known for, man. Oh but, yeah. Uh, uh, anything else we want to promote or plug? Professional Playboy Playbook coming soon. I'll keep you uh, posted on the date with that. Um, and I think that's about it, man. We can get right into it, G. Uh, we got motherfuckers in the media, man. Um, first and foremost, did you hear about Trey Songs? No, I didn't hear about Trey Songs. So well, what's up? Well, apparently Trey Songs, according to The Breakfast Club, which I heard earlier, shout out to them. Uh, they got a motherfucking, he got a motherfucking, uh, sexual misconduct and sexual harassment case on A him. sexual misconduct and sexual harassment case against Trey Song? Sure, against Trey Song. You talking about the nigga that bitches love? The nigga that bitches love, man. Now, not guilty. I don't, listen, listen. I don't believe it. Listen. Off top. All I Innocent until proven guilty. Th- that's what I'm saying. We ain't gonna hang him in the court of public opinion. Not here. But, I will say this. If he did do that shit, come on, man. Come on, son. He ain't do that shit. But, I ain't even gonna go there. But, but, he ain't do that I, shit. but there's a possibility he might have. And I, I'm keeping an open mind here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm closing my mind. All right. Well, I'm. He ain't do that shit. Listen, if he did do that shit, he a whole ass nigga for that, man. But. Cause it's like you don't have to do no shit like that. So what did they say? What did, what Apparently, like Kiki Palmer and a couple other people came out and said, uh, like one bitch said, "Oh, Kiki, Kiki yeah, said some shit." Kiki even said some shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's coming out that Kiki uh, be cloud chasing too. You, so it, it's it's kind of a double edged sword. But it was a couple other chicks. I'm just saying you can play like Latifah daughter bitch, but you ain't Latifah. You know. So, but it's rumored that you know. He, he's he's a little aggressive sexually. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, uh, like, like. Y'all want it, but y'all want it like y'all want it when y'all getting it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, but, but y'all gave him consent. But we don't know. We don't know. They we, gave that nigga consent. We don't know. I know. They gave him consent. <laughs> anyway. Now, I said it. Now, they gave him consent. Speaking Straight of other. Song. See, speaking of other. Sex, Why y'all trip? Speaking of other sexual misconduct, man, did you hear about your boy? Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley is not Tavis. Tavis. No, it's so. It's so. It's so. No. Check it out. Tavis Smiley is ordered to pay two point six million dollars to TBS for workplace misconduct for fucking with chicks at the job. Bitch, give me that carpet. (laughs) <laughs> it is I, want some, I want some cream in that motherfucking coffee, bitch. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> so from, from what I see. Tavis Smiley. Wait a minute. So check it out. I'm going to roast him. I'm roasting Tavis Smiley. You know why? Because that motherfucker be stiff upper lip to a nigga. He be like, you know, you're supposed to be like a nigga like this. Well. He, he a how-to ass nigga. But yeah, how to ask him. But, but you can't sit up there. What's good with him? Uh, Don't be coochie grabbing and shit. You don't know Trump shit, Tavis? But here's Zabby. the thing. Here's the Zabby thing. Smiley. Here's the thing. You can't give the benefit of the doubt to one and not the other. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I'm something like a nigga. Maybe not. You know, see, I don't. I don't. But I, here's the thing about Tavis. Hold on. Let me, let me finish my let me All right, finish what I was saying. So, Tavis smiling. What I think will happen with that is. You know, he was fucking with bitches at the job. You know what I'm saying? He was fucking with some hoes at the job. 
And, you know, I, I think Hollywood don't like a masculine playboy like you and me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Somebody who just goes out and just goes out fuck bitches. Like, they'll, they'll tolerate like a, like, who, like, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they tolerate him. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like that, but let a, a nigga go in there fucking all the bitches and uh, all of a Charlie sudden. Charlie Sheen ass nigga. Yeah, Charlie Sheen yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they tolerate that. Uh, what What's his name uh, that made the movies that got caught up? Uh, yeah, I asked the Kutch ass nigga. No, no, no. Uh, he was directing the movies. The, uh, the creepy motherfucker. Um, shit. Harvey? Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, he was producing, but yeah, same difference. Producer can tell the director what to do. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers like that, uh, guess what they all had in common? Money. Hunkies. They were white. Hunkies. You did. Oh, am I mean today? Yes. Yes, I'm mean to that. But check it out. So, I think one of the things that we need to understand is, man, you need to be careful if you fuck with a bitch at your workplace, man. Man, my advice is don't fuck with a bitch at your workplace. I mean, if you work in that Target, McDonald's or some shit like that, fuck all the most. But if you got a good career going on, popping off, you know what I'm saying, like a Tavis Smiley or somebody like that in the upper echelon where you making hundreds of thousands of dollars, possibly even millions, just don't do it, man. Fuck with your bitches outside of work, man. Keep your, keep that shit separate. Man, I fucked with a few bitches during some of my jobs, yo, and I must admit, none of, none of those situations turned out to the positive outcome that I wanted, you know what I'm saying? And they was bullshit jobs. <laughs> For real. Like, we both stocking in the same section and shit. And the motherfuckers can't handle it and I'm piping them. We both putting library books up together at the same spot. And motherfuckers can't handle the fact that I'm piping her in the bathroom during the break. You know what I'm saying? It's always some bullshit connected with bitches that you work with. You know why? Because you're not the only one who wants them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Motherfuckers come in there as patrons. Every Tuesday and Thursday and shit because they just want to look at the bitch that you piping on break. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers want to come in there and deliver that package. They fight and deliver that package to your office and shit so they can take a look at the bitch that you piping on the break. So my advice to you players, man, if you got a bitch at your job that you like, man, I, I suggest that you just don't do it all together. Oh, let's go back a little bit. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just, just don't do it. Don't fuck with it, because it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Start if you are going to do it, if you are going to do it, your best bet is just to keep that shit very, 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 very hush-hush. Don't even look at each other while you at work. It's got to be, it's got to remain a secret. And I don't even recommend that. But moving, moving right along, man. Shout out to Tavis Smiley. I hope, you know what I'm saying? I'm just fucking with you, Savage. I hope you ain't do that shit, but if, if, even if he did, you know what I'm saying, that means, just like you were saying, if he did do the shit that they were saying, he was taking the liberties that most white men take, most white Americans, or excuse me, most Americans with his status would take in those positions, and he's following a very false and toxic example. Uh. But you know, my thing is, he shouldn't get criminal. He definitely shouldn't get criminalized for 
fucking with. And I think all Man, those bitches and were yo, with. Lock him up, lock Ellen up. Now I didn't. I, I've been hearing about Ellen. Dark. Talk to me about that. You Man, break break that down. Ellen been on some. I can't deal with this bitch on the set type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Ellen been really going in on that motherfucking cast. I mean, excuse me, her crew. The motherfuckers who make her ass look look good while she's sitting up there half-ass dancing up and down the stairs. You know what I'm The motherfuckers who edit out the parts when she trip up. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers who always get her from the good side that she beg that you only get me from this side-ass motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers, she be treating them motherfuckers like shit. Treating them like shit. And you know what? For every egg, somebody finna get scrambled. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta break the shell. So that's what that's what's happening to her right now. Your shit, your shell got broke, and motherfuckers finna scramble that shit. And guess what? It's time for them little motherfuckers that you been feasting on. It's time for them to eat. It's time for them to eat. Yeah. And it's time for a lot of these sexual allegations to start happening to white folks too. Yes. Because it's been happening to niggas for way too long. Man, they taught us how to do this stupid shit. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of cancel culture when it comes to niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want us to listen to R. Kelly, but they'll still, but we still listen to Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis and all them other motherfuckers. Ain't nobody really doing the homework on which movies that Harvey Weinstein produced and not watch them. Who doing that? Nobody. Nobody. Not a motherfucker. Nobody. Anyway. So, I, I got something. Now, we, we talked about this a little bit before, you know what I'm saying, we started recording the podcast, but I'm going to play this clip, and I want y'all to give me y'all opinion about what it is y'all hear. Hold on one second. Give me one second. Yo. Hold on, hold on. Another on. moment for Founding Fathers Why Entertainment. Check out hey, KD. Alright, check this Why out. Why do we love Sloan Reverb songs so much? Now, let me pause this. Do you know what Sloan and Reverb is? Well, yes. Okay. I know what Sloan and Reverb is okay. through, through my production. Um, okay, alright, alright. So, so Sloan Reverb phenomenon refers to the remixing style in which one will slow down a song to anywhere between 80 and 90% speed. Originators of this sound is the producer Slater. Did you hear that? One of the originators of the sound when is the producer Slater. When you slow down a normally upbeat song, like 20 minutes by Lil Uzi, this puts the song in a totally different context. The slowed pace gives it a more personal sense of sadness. Suddenly the phrase, I said girl why you keep calling, seems less like a playful question. I said girl why you keep calling. And more like a hopeless uncertainty. I said girl why you keep calling. Part of what makes music so powerful is its creation of expectations. Slowing a song down that we already know and love flips our expectations and gives us a new, more introspective outlook on the work, while still maintaining enough familiarity to activate our brain's reward systems. What's your favorite Slowdown Reverb remix? Okay. First of all, shout out to DJ Screw. There, there we go. There we, that was the whole point I was going to make. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. That is Slater now shout out to dude this shit sound cool or whatever you know what I'm saying the slow to reverb thing yeah it sound groovy but let's give credit where credit is due white folks have gentrified a lot of things one thing we cannot allow them to do is gentrify the sound of hip hop especially chopped and screwed especially not chopped and screwed R.I.P. DJ Screw. 
Big shout out. I'm gonna tell this. This is for Screw, man. This is for Screw, man. I have to partially blame niggas for this too. You know why? Because they don't ride. And then on top of that, we don't protect what's ours like that. You know what I'm saying? Same difference. They don't ride. We don't. We don't sit up there. Motherfuckers be putting shit out here, putting shit on the motherfucking foundation, and then motherfuckers be like, yeah, that shit's tight, and then they go back to their motherfucking crib and don't care when a nigga bites your shit and put your shit out there and that's just like you, and they be like, yo, don't it sound like dude? And then go right back to where the fuck they would sleep at. See, my whole thing, see, what, what fucks me up really, more so than anything, is that... We're too quick to say shit is old again. We talked about this before, and I'm talking about it again. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this old chapter screw. You know we don't listen to that niggas no more. Niggas cancel niggas quicker than they cancel anything else. Way before cancel culture. Before white folks cancel us, we cancel each other first. Man, cancel each other first, man. Niggas is the worst niggas on niggas that we ever had to deal with. You know what I'm saying? We don't get you know like. That chopped the screw sound. I still fuck with chopped the screw to this day. Screw up, click. Come I, on now. Man, I swear to God, I started chopping and screwing up my own work in awe and homage of motherfucking DJ Screw, nigga. Man. Never met that dude. But Screw is an innovator, G. Like people don't understand how much of an innovator he is, and he don't get enough credit. Shout out to Michael 5000 Watts, too, who, who kept the Chop the Screw sound alive. I don't even know if he's doing Man, it. Man, shout out to Solange, who basically recorded her latest album in a screw-type style, and then put Scarface on the motherfucker to say, this shit ain't screwed. Chop the Screw, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cindy Houston. Shout, shout out to Houston. Shout out to DJ Screw. Shout out to the whole screwed up clip, baby. We see you. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, man, moving right along, man. And we're kind of getting to closer to our topic, bro. Um, oh, shit. My bitch is in the news again, man. My bitch is in the news again. Yo, I, bitch. I know who your bitch is. Does everybody know who your bitch well, is? Well, for those who don't know who my bitch is, that's Megan the motherfucking stallion. Oh, first and foremost, bitch. That is a male horse. We keep trying to tell you, bitch. A stallion is a male horse, it's a but male it's horse. but it's okay. It's okay. It should have been Megan the mare. You know what I'm saying? Like when when they said your balls was hanging out, I was like, oh, true stallion. That was my and, that, and that wasn't her balls. That was her butt cheeks. That was her butt cheeks. Was her we found out it wasn't balls. You know we found out she wasn't a real stallion. Thank God. But Meg is in the news right now, and What's guess. Again? Who she's allegedly rumored to be fucking with. Who? Future. Motherfucking future. Perfect. That's so perfect. And that and that just goes to show me. And, and mind you, so she perfect. just made a quote talking about she wanted a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She just was talking about she wanted to have a bitch. Mm-hmm. See, I, the more... And as much as I like this bitch, I'm seeing the flaws of this bitch. She wanted both. She wants both. And that's cool if she wants both, but my thing is this. Bitch, don't sit up here and fuck with all these nothing-ass niggas and then complain about niggas not protecting you. See, my whole thing and what today's topic is is really going to be about is the choices that the bitches make in the men that they deal with. Mm. See, a bitch will sit up there and choose a nigga like Future. They'll choose these thug niggas 
and then sit up there and turn around and complain that, you know, niggas ain't shit. No, bitch, the choices of niggas you fuck with ain't shit. Because one of the things I'm coming to understand is these bitches don't want no real man. These bitches don't want no players. These bitches want clowns and niggas that act in theaters. They want the joke. You know what I'm saying? Not even that. Even the Joker's a bad dude. No, they want an actual Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey ass clown to juggle and do tricks for them. 20 motherfuckers in the car ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, bitch, you need, you need to choose better. And that just with no clowns right here. See, this here is the perspective of a motherfucker that's so anti-clown. More like the MC that's telling y'all to sit around. You know, look what's going down. I personally think there's a reason why these bitches be dating sucker niggas, bro. I think in the black community, especially in the black community, there's like a few fundamental reasons why bitches choose the niggas that they choose. One of them is that, you know, bitches got to go through, like, a ratchet stage. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that they got to go through stage where they date hood, hood niggas and thug niggas and shit like that, right? Uh-huh. But my thing is, a bitch is supposed to outgrow that type of shit. How, well, how long does it take? Like, hey, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I think once you get in your 30s and 40s, you should have been, you should have been, uh, shook that thug nigga shit out of your system. You still got bitches in their 30s and 40s talking about they want hood niggas and they want, you know what I'm saying? They want a real nigga and shit like that. We already talked about the real Bitch, if you don't grow the fuck up, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see, like, my daughter's 15, and I can see her liking, like, NBA young boy and them type of dusty ass looking nigga. I get that, right? But, and I, and I even had a conversation where I was like, yeah, that shit's cool, you know what I'm saying, for the time being, but number one, don't get pregnant by these niggas, and number two, you gotta grow out of that shit. You can't be in your adult ages talking about you want, you, you want thug niggas and, and shit like that, bitch, no. Bitch, no. Hold on, we gotta, a lot of yeah, bitches are right. concerned with clowns dressing designer. Yeah. A, a lot of clowns are out here dressed in designer. You know what I'm saying? Juggling and doing. Right, as long as they got the right makeup on their face, right? You know what I'm saying? Did 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 it? Ass niggas. Oh shit! We got flies and shit. This motherfucker. Anyway, man. I think another reason is that bitches don't have positive male role models in their motherfucking house. Because we're so taught that bitches need to be, oh, I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need no man, this, that, and the third. And and the niggas that they do have, you know what I'm saying, be fucked up. Or the niggas that be in the household, rather, be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Or they be in jail. Because they so used to their mama seeing niggas come through in and out fucking them. You know what I'm saying? That there's no real man and there's no real structure in the household. These hoes got low expectations. Very low. You know what I'm saying? They got. I mean, they they'll sit up there and they talk about they want a nigga with money, but that's all they get. And they don't give a fuck about what t- what it takes for a nigga to get that money. Talk to them, man. It's a time. There's a certain amount of time that it takes for that nigga to grind and get that money that you're gonna have to do with him not being there, him not answering that phone, him not answering those texts. You know what I'm saying? That amount of time, can you deal with that? And most motherfuckers can't. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all talk that poly shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you worried about what that nigga doing when he not under your motherfucking thumb. 
Now, I know you said you had, well, but, but before I get into that, I'm just going to say Meg the Stallion is a microcosm of a macrocosm. Okay. See, see. Break it down. Meg the Stallion and Future is basically the small version of what happens in the black community, bro. You know what I'm saying? See, Future got like 11 some motherfucking kids. He got plenty motherfucking kids. He's he's a dope boy. Sierra's all the one y'all know about. So he got all these motherfucking kids. He got all this, you know what I'm saying? He got money and shit like that. But you see the content and the shit he rap about, what type of nigga he is and how he holds himself up. And I'm not knocking Future. You know what I'm saying? But you know what you know when you hear it. You, you know what you know and you, you see what you see. You know what I'm saying? And see, the thing is, a lot of bitches want niggas like him. Dreads, trap nigga, you know what I'm saying? Got a bunch of fucking kids. You know, you know what I'm saying? Them type of niggas. A lot of bitches like niggas like that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But you know what I think? I think personally they can't handle no real niggas like me and you. You know what I'm saying? Reason being is because we gonna have expectations for a bitch, man. Only expectation these hood niggas got for these bitches is for them to fuck and to look good. And see, let me ask you a question. What happens when you get a hood nigga with a short temper and a bad bitch with a slick mouth? You get, you get a case of domestic violence. This old pain is love that shit. Yep. This old, oh, I got to struggle for, for me to be in this fucking relationship bad shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't love me unless you hit me. Unless we argue about some shit. No, that shit is fucking toxic. Very toxic. You know what I'm saying? And you bitches like that type of shit. That, and viol- bi- that violence of love? Nah, man. That's not violent. It's violent, motherfucker. That shit's not a pretty color. All right, shit? No, no, you said you had a situation you had you, you, you wanted to talk about, man. Well, I got, I got, I got feelings. Talk you to know, me. I don't want to really talk too much about my situation. Well, let's talk I about your feelings. feelings. You know what I'm saying? My feeling is, is that stop asking for what you don't want. See, let me, let me talk to y'all. The truth of the matter is, is that a lot of women who think that they're women, all right? We, we can break this down another time. But a lot of women who think that they're women, they act as if that they want a particular thing out of a cisgender male. And once they get it, they don't know how to handle it. See, the truth of the matter is, a person like me, a person like my brother, we are not going to assimilate to bullshit. At all. We're going to keep it real. And when I say keep it real, I mean that... You have your roles and I have mine. And you're not and we're not gonna try to play each other playing in each other's faces and, and play in a role that we don't know we're not built for. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that I'm not gonna try to play your role and you definitely not gonna try to play mine. If there's gender roles that you don't understand, then there's somebody that you need to go see about that. Because we're not the ones to deal with it. The problem is is that there's too too much 
role reversals in relationships. You got too many men that want to be like, too many women that act like men, oh, and too many women that, or and vice versa. You know what I think? I think I was in a situation where a woman was trying to learn how to be a man, and that's really the reason why she was being so close to me. You know what I'm saying? But, but the problem is, is that bitch, I see your actions, and your actions don't really reflect the teaching in which you observe. You don't act like me. You don't do the things in the, in the way that in the in a manner that a man like my like me does. You don't do that. I see these things, and once I see these things, it's like it really gives me a confusion. Like, so what was the whole point? Because if the point was for me to teach a woman how to be a man, and then you turn around and do the other shit, really what it says to me is that you repel yourself from true masculinity. And you learn what you learn just to be the opposite. Mm. And let me say this, man. Just just kind of... Let me, let, me, let me just break this down. Uh, let me talk to the fellas for a minute. I, I know there's a lot of niggas out here that are just good niggas every day, nine to five working. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just normal niggas out here, right? Let me talk to y'all for a minute. I know you see a lot of these bitches choosing these old fucked up ass niggas, but what I want you to do, what what I don't want you to do, rather is lower yourself and your expectations to get a bitch that, that really don't like you to begin with. Because none of them really care about who the nigga is, man. Even the ones you, you want, they really don't care about who the nigga is. They say I, they do, but they don't. They don't. It's not about who the person is, you know what I'm saying? It's about what they, what they can portray and the amount of security that they can provide. Security, a home, a way here or there, a meal when I'm hungry. Security. So you know what these hood niggas provide, bitches? A sense of excitement, weed, I'm about dick, to say, and, and a track. A deal, a, like a, a, a direct deal toward their vices. When they share the same addictions. They attract themselves to motherfuckers who say they do that. Say that again. A direct connection to their vices. Because when they hear a nigga do the shit that they do, then they attract themselves to that. Drinking, smoking, parking, irking. You know what I'm saying? Popping. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, bitch like to drink and get drunk. Guess what she gonna do? She gonna gravitate to other niggas who like doing that. A nigga, a nigga smoke weed and pop pills all day, guess what? She gonna gravitate to a nigga that like water seeks its own level. Man, and weeds always feed off of the motherfucking others that surround them. They not hearing me, man. They not hearing me neither. They not hearing us, man. They not hearing us at all. Listen, man, niggas, if, if you are listening to this, please, please, please keep your standards, keep your head high, and most importantly, keep your standards higher. Please. You know what I'm saying? Please. Because everybody can stay afloat, man, but who's the motherfucker else going to breathe and make it to the boat? 
be that nigga, please. You know, be, be the nigga that teach a bitch something. You want yours? Say that. Hello. You can say that. You can say that for me. Shout, shout out to Jojo, man. Shout out to Jojo. She, she keeping the shit smooth around here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Listen, this big head, that big head motherfucker behind me, man. You know, I, we bump heads a lot. She got but, big others. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, that's my partner, though. You know what I'm saying? I love her to death. And I wouldn't, wouldn't trade her in for none of you other bitches, man. We'll be the same. I definitely wouldn't. And the beautiful thing about it is, you know, I can have other bitches with her. But I wouldn't, but just like me train the bitch in. Go from two down, though. Come on now. Except second place and down. Second place is pretty good, man. You get a silver for that. I like, I like what they say. If you're not if you're not first or last, no, you can be other things. You can be second, you can be third. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't necessarily bad position. You get so much you you can you can always be better than the motherfucker behind you. I wear a gold medal because I keep myself in, in first place, but that doesn't mean that I'm the only motherfucker in the race. You know what I'm saying? Say I appreciate that. that. I wear a gold medal because I'm first place, but that doesn't mean I'm the only nigga that's in the race. See, I appreciate that. All the competition, I need that. Judge women based off the niggas that they used to fuck with? Yes. Why or why not? Yes, we should. Why should we? Because we have to pay attention. <laughs> we have to, it's on our, We have to put, we have to take time to evaluate a bitch's ability to make a decision. Ooh. And the quality of the decision that she has made. Yes. Talk to him. Talk to him again. We have to pay attention and evaluate the decision and the quality of the decision that a bitch has made. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, so we can judge a bitch on who she chose before she chose. You know what I'm saying? My thing is this. In this bitch, yo. Professional Playboy Podcast. Come on, man. Fuck with it. You don't get no realer than this over here, man. Realest podcast in the world, man. The realest. You know, there's a lot of them out there, man, and shout out to them, but they not kicking this type, this level of game that we kicking over here, man. Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee that. But, um. You get this order. You do that. No, I, I, was, I was gonna pack some up with that. Oh, you gonna pack? Yeah, I was gonna pack that. Uh, yeah, uh, to those listening to Anchor FM, we do smoke and drink on the podcast. So, you know. yes, and we make decisions as we go. So I apologize for those that are confused. But anyway, so 
this is what I believe, man. If if I think men need to look at themselves as Fortune 500 companies, right? Fortune 500 companies, man. See, a Fortune 500 company such like it's Apple, Google, Microsoft. Give me, give me another Fortune 500 company. Donald Douglas. You know what I'm saying? They're not just gonna have anybody in their corporation. They make planes. Now, let me say this. Wait, 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 wait. Check this out. So, let's say I'm the CEO of a bank, right? And and, And a bitch's background is known for bank robberies and stealing. Even though she don't do it no more. Bitch used to set it off. Even though she don't do it no more. But you know the set out, Cleo. Or you've done it before. Most even definitely. if you don't do it no more. But. The company is going to look at that and fault you for that. Yeah. It's on your resume. It's, on, it's your resume. on your resume. Yeah. It's on your record. You have known. You've been known to set it off. Now, now are you going to set it off in my corporation? That's, you know. We don't know, but, but is it that possibility? the probability of your ass setting it off again... It's there. It's there. No matter what degree it is. It's there. We can't start at zero with you. You know what I'm saying? So I think the men in their life should take inventory of the bitches that they fuck with like a Fortune 500 company. Is she known for double dick clutching? Is she known for thotting? Is she known for slutting? Is she known for lying to niggas? It's you, know, bitch. you know what I'm saying? Are, are you known for these type of things? It's a bitch. Huh? Yes. And if you are, you should be judged accordingly and put into a category based on the the, the past that you have. Because the bitch. It's a bitch. Because I'm not going to sit up there and have a bitch in my corner that's known for setting up and robbing niggas in the past. Unless that's what you want. I'm not gonna have a bitch in, in my in my past talking about she used to set up and rob niggas. Cause that's what? There's a possibility that bitch can set up and rob me. Cause the bitch is known. See what you're known for is what you're going for. Let me say that again. What you're known for is what you're going for. You bitch. What you're known for is what you're going for. Even if you ain't going for it. Talk to her, man. What's that mean? Man, it's like your resume is going to speak for you into the present, no matter if your present has changed to look towards your future. Just like I can't get a job in carpentry just because I want to be a carpenter. Do you know... A motherfucker who had a DUI in their system can never become a pilot? You can't be my main bitch just because you thinking about it. And or you know you like to be me. a pilot. Or you like me. You know what I'm saying? Or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? See, Buffa, see, niggas, you need to have qualifications for these women that you have in your life. You know what I'm saying? Especially like rich niggas, man. Like niggas with something to lose. Like millionaire ass niggas, man. They need to definitely vet out the bitches that they fuck with on a more personal basis. Especially, you just can't be 
getting a bitch on IG and the next thing you know, you marry the bitch. Man, get that bitch, fuck her, and, and keep it moving, man. Man, cause that's trust me, that's more that's more of what she's worth. You ain't gonna do nothing but get yourself caught in a entanglement. Huh. And we know how those turn out. Oh! Wait we a know how entanglements turn out. Speaking of entanglements, man, I'm glad you brought that up. Man, entanglements is worse than spaghetti. Wait, 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 wait. Speaking of entanglements, Lisa Ray has came out and said she wants to be Will Smith's side nigga. Did you hear about that? That bitch should hit the wall. That bitch should hit the wall. She oh now. Don't nobody want Lisa Ray like that. Now I granted we'll probably fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? But that's I'm talking about a Let's nigga do it. with status Let's and do it. money. Let's do it. Jada Pinkett Smith. Lisa Ray. No, 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 no. Why not? No, 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 no. Isn't that? Isn't time, that out, time out. Time out. Time out. No, 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 no. That's not the game. Check, no, check this out. That's not the question. That's Lisa, not it. Lisa Ray, or fuck it, my bitch, Meg the Stallion. Why? Who's the nigga gonna choose before her? But a why? Nigga, are we talking about a nigga with a, a, your average nigga with money, with money, with paper? With Yamper, you know what I'm saying? Lisa Ray. That's you. Lisa Ray. That's you. But I'm saying that's still smart. That's still a smart play. We're not going. We're not talking about us. We're talking about what the old average nigga would go for. I thought we was talking about Will Smith. However, we are. But we just saying that uh, Lisa Ray wants to be Will Smith's side nigga now. Okay. Not main. But now, but I'm just saying, she's not asking for an average nigga. She's asking for Will Smith. So shouldn't we be thinking on Will Smith terms? Do you think Will, with, with the paper that Will Smith got? Lisa Wright! Do you think he's really going to choose Lisa! No. We're going to choose Lisa? No. I'm going to choose Lisa? No. Anybody choose Lisa? No. Fuck that bitch, Jada? No. She going to be at that red table? All right, check it out. that bullshit ass table? Hold on, man. Fuck that. Fuck that. Hold on. Lisa Ray, go fuck that. No. Nigga. No, it's Lisa not Ray. happening. Fuck that. All no. I'm saying is nobody's choosing Lisa Ray. Nobody's choosing up and looking for Lisa Ray like that. Yeah, you know, I'm talking on the major. I'm talking. Have you seen? Have you seen this though? Nobody's saying? checking for Lisa Ray like show? that. Wasn't it? Have you seen this no show? No one's checking for Lisa. And I'm not saying I wouldn't fuck with her. Have you seen this show? Yes. But all I'm saying is no one on a major scale is fucking with Lisa Ray. I don't see that. I don't see why not. Regarding what you see and what other niggas see is two totally different things. It's all about what Will Smith sees, really. To keep, to keep this conversation real, real, real. It's all about Will Smith. Will Smith is 50. Yeah, that's different. He might fuck with her, but he might not. But at the same time, because Will got the, because Will got the option to have younger, better bitches. True, but why? Because he got paper. But listen, but them younger motherfuckers be problems like August is to Jada. But at the end of the day, he, the motherfuckers gonna talk. At the end of the day, he could get rid Lisa of the Ray bitch. Talk like August. Listen. Do you think Lisa Ray is going to talk like August? 
do you think if you if you had enough money, if you had the choice between Lisa Ray or some other younger bitch? Now maybe you would choose Lisa Ray, and that's an exception to the rule. But your average nigga is not keep younger bitches, and younger bitches fuck up. We get that. No, maybe they don't get that. You younger bitches fuck up. One young bitch fucked up. She had a cushy ass motherfucking situation with me. No matter what the fuck happened, she knew, and anybody knew that I was gonna make that shit comfy. But she still fucked it up. Of simple shit that an older bitch will understand. An older bitch will understand that hey, How when, many a, when a nigga feeling bad, when a nigga when a nigga take an L, because motherfuckers take L's. An older bitch will understand if I do this and I touch that nigga's shoulder and I'm chilling and I make myself present, that that nigga can overcome that shit and won't feel a certain way about me. But a younger bitch would just take the shit and be like, oh. Let me see who the fuck's winning right now. All I know. I'll take Lisa Ray all, and so will Will. All I know is I'm not going to speak for another man and what he's going to do. But what I will say is if you have the option to get something younger, prettier, and better, nigga, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. But look what August did, though. Look what Jada did. She chose. Look what she chose. Something younger. But we talking about what niggas do, right? So look what August did. August chose him an older bitch that was gonna cooker him the fuck down, right? But you know what? But, August but ain't what selling the bitch ended up doing? But that's right. That's the point, my nigga. When that nigga wasn't selling records, her motherfucking conversation with that nigga went where? Underground. Now it's an entanglement. That's how she tangled the shit. Because if that nigga was Chris Brown, then I left Will for Chris. Because your ass wasn't what you was supposed to be, what I thought thought you was going to be. Now you're in entanglement on the low. That's how bitches do it. A young nigga, he made his motherfucking choice, and then he put his motherfucking face into this bitch and thinking that this bitch was going to follow his motherfucking lead. And guess what? She was like, no, you still not the nigga that I was going to leave. You're still not him. All I know. Breezy. Miss Paul, nigga. All I know, for me personally, if I had the choice between Lisa Ray or the, or, or the mulatto chick, I'm going to... Mulatto? Oh. You know what to mulatto. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I had now listen. Now you know wait, wait, time out, time out. Let me speak. Let me speak. Let me speak. Mulatto, there we go. There we go. That's, That's my point. Now, time, now, now, now. I let, love you. Now let me Give get into up. it. Let me get it. Let me get into it. Mean? Let me get into it. See, that's the point right there. Nigga, if I had the choice between a motherfucking Pinto or a motherfucking 2020. Bentley, why, I'm choosing a Bentley. Why is Lisa Ray a Pinto? Stop that. I'm not Stop saying that. she's a Pinto, but she I'm saying... She's an 84 Corvette. Okay. And, but the point and, and is... And Mulatto is a, a, a 2020, a 2020 Charger. Austin Martin. Whatever, but the point is, is that I'm going to choose the newer model. I'm just saying, don't, don't make Lisa Ray into a Pinto. Oh, fuck it, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> the point is, is I'm choosing a younger, better version. I didn't call a bitch a gremlin. 
know what I'm saying? You caught her pencil, that was bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Lisa Ray, you are never a pinto. She of 84. You are Monte, 84 Monte, Corvette. Or Monte Carlo or some shit like that. I don't you know. are, you are, oh shit, at 88 Monte Carlo LS? 84. Oh my god, I might choose that. <laughs> I might choose that. Oh shit, that's hilarious. Okay, that's In other news though, man, in other news, moving right along. Um, Tracy Morgan, have you heard? No. Tracy Morgan is some shit? Tracy Morgan is getting a divorce. Tracy or, no, Tracy Mor- Morgan's wife. Tracy Morgan. Is, I'm a, I'm wait, 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 wait. I left my bitch. My bitch no, 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 no. You know he just got that settlement for $90 million from Walmart. For getting smacked by the truck? For getting smacked by that truck. And now his wife decides she wants to leave him and take half of this shit. His wife decides she wants to leave him and take half of his shit now. See, she's not like Dr. Dre and got a prenup. And mind you, they've been a, they've been together for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How about it? How about it, though? Man, let me tell you something, man. Miss Morgan, you so let me ask bullshit. you. So let me ask you a Ms. question. Miss Morgan, I don't really appreciate what the fuck you just did with that. I right. really don't. So let me ask you a question, man. Why do you think a lot of men are putting off marriage? For shit like that. Because they read the news more so than I do. And they hear shit like that. Like, we don't hear too many Mary J. Bias stories. We hear more Miss Morgan's, Mrs. Morgan's stories. We hear more Mrs. Nas Jones stories. Bitch, Khalees. Yes. That, that faggot ass bitch. Anyway, um, you know, you hear all these type of horror stories and niggas getting railroaded in the fucking system, man. You know, it, no wonder men, and, and that's on a major scale. See, even if she takes half of that 90 motherfucking million. Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, we're, we we just got cut off of Facebook, but nonetheless, we still live on uh, Anchor FM. But here's my thing: even if she gets some of that motherfucking ninety million dollars, he ain't starving. You know what I'm saying? He gon' he he gonna be all right. He's going to be all right. But nigga, like Chris Rock say, nigga, you you make. Fifty thousand and the bitch on twenty five, right? You know, you you may want to hurt this bitch, man. Oh, hold on one second. Right, look, man, a bitch like that—that's all up in your shit, just to be up in your shit. You gotta kind of sniff that shit out. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be able to sniff that shit out before you say I do, man. I mean, come on, man. If niggas got all this street smarts that they talk about in their rhymes, in their songs, whatever the but fuck the they talk about. the problem is that they don't. You got to be able to sniff that shit the fuck out in a bitch that's next to you, man. But the problem is, is that they don't got the way to go. Now, bitch, you got to put seven years in with me, bro. Yeah. And if, and if you don't give me the, if you don't give me the right answer after those seven years, I got to leave you the fuck alone. You know what I'm talking about? I feel you. You gotta give me seven years. And any bitch that's been with me, no matter what the fuck they may say to the media and some bullshit about me or whatever, 
Ask them, did I give them seven motherfucking years? And each of them goes, each of them gonna have to own up to those seven years. You know, I, I think since the un, we we putting off marriage as as black men in particular, because you know, black women are the least likely to get married, mm. and that's a statistic. That's real shit. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Cause I love my women. I, I love our women, love man. But, so much, dude. but they do fucked up shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I spent seven years with a woman that found out she didn't want to be a woman. How about that? We can talk about that Pause. if you want to. Uh. <laughs> what? I spent seven years with a black woman and they ended up wanting to tell me in year number six that she wasn't a woman. Oh, she's she's a uh, uh, transsexual? She, she was so many things that she didn't really understand what the fuck she was, yet wanted to tell me that she matched on her 120. And for those who don't know, that's Nation of Gods and Nerves. Um, a lot of the father type talk. Man, anybody, anybody that's with me has to know they 120, meaning that they have to have knowledge of themselves. So Even if you don't me, know your 120, as long as you know who you are in this world and in this society, just as long as you know that, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're a part of the original stock, a part of the original people. And who the fuck you are, though? Are you an earth? Are you God? Are you a god? I don't even mind bitches calling themselves goddesses. Because that's still a form of knowledge itself. Man, but know who the fuck you are, though. You know what I mean? That's 120. That's know who the fuck you are. Don't, I had a motherfucker with me. Having knowledge and wisdom that, of the cipher. I had a motherfucker with me that told me that they knew who the fuck they were. And then they see, you know, they didn't know who the fuck they were. But guess what? I'm doing knowledge the whole time. When you lied to me the first time, you lied to me the second time, I still see that both of them was lies when you said them. So let me ask this, man. How do you, what advice can you give women and men to, to make, because families are very, very beauty and it's something that we don't have. What do you think that we can do as a people to make families great again, bro? To make marriage and the black woman, man, woman, and child a great thing, bro? Well, women need to stop trying to not be women. Women need to embrace the fact that they are women instead of trying to fight against a patriarch, a patriarchy, a size, a society like we live in, a patriarchic a society Patriarch. that we live that we live in. By, by being one of us, just fight it from a feminist uh, point of view. Fight it as a woman and give strength to the woman instead of trying to run away from being a woman and fight it from another angle. That's what will make us strong. And, and here's my advice for the men. Men, we got to start stepping up and being motherfucking men. Yeah, I know bitches like to choose dusty stupid ass niggas but that don't give you that don't give you a reason not to be a motherfucking man man you still gotta give them the option to choose a real man now if, if, whether they choose it or not it's on them but you still have to be a real man regardless see I don't wanna hear none of that shit that I can't be a real man because my woman ain't treat me like a man or my woman is doing this or my woman is doing that no that's bitch shit that's bitch shit you know what I'm saying Bitches give that type of excuse. We as black men, we don't have the we don't have that luxury to give that excuse. Not no real ones. 
You know what I'm saying? We have to be real men regardless of whom or what. We got to stand on our square regardless of whom or what. We have to take responsibility, good, bad, right, or wrong, regardless of whom or what. Whether the motherfucking queen is on the goddamn chessboard or not. You still have to find a way to win the game. I don't think y'all niggas really heard that. Man, whether the queen is on the chessboard or not. You have to find a way to win the game. Control the other pieces. You're still the king. It's still your game. We've come to the close. We've come close to the conclusion of, of another installment of the Professional Playboy Podcast, man. Um, for all the people that's on Facebook watching live right now, I want y'all to go to Anchor FM. I want y'all to download that app. I want y'all to favorite the Professional Playboy Podcast, man. If it, and if it's affected you, if this shit has affected you in any type of positive way, good, bad, right, or wrong, man, I want you to like this video, share this video, and tell somebody about this podcast, man, because this podcast can help save a life. We out here, yo. You know what I'm saying? And for those who, who missed what we were talking about, and I'm talking to my Facebook people, y'all go ahead and listen to this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And And have somebody else listen to it. Man, get everything that you need to get out of it. And if there's more, trust me, you can comment. We read the comments. You leave all your comments. Even after the video, you can still comment, you know. And we will fuck with y'all. And we will talk about what y'all need to talk about and what we all need to talk about. Okay? Hey, man, hey, if y'all feel like um, this show has been impactful to you, man, y'all definitely can hit my cash app. That's uh, dollar sign King Issa, I-S-A, K-I-N-G-I-S-A, Three seven 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 seven. Hit the cash app, man. A whole bunch of ones be a whole bunch of nuns, man. Even if it's a dollar, two dollars, or whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? Anything helps, bro. Just you know, go ahead. Anything you want to go ahead and plug, man. Man, outside of founding fathers, King David KD's debut, the boy who became king. Keep your eyes open for it because it's a Milwaukee thing, for real. Man, all I'm gonna do is uh, we gonna we gonna end it off with this uh, Chico Manolo's. Chico, talk my shit, man. Ah, we out. We'll talk to y'all in a minute.
Peace it was popping. Y'all know who it is and what it is. It's King Issa Ali representing that team, Pony Wax to the Max. And today, I like to make an installment, another installment of the Professional Playboy Podcast. And I'm doing an interview with my man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself in a hot second. You know what I'm saying? You got, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and walk in and make that intro, man. Tell him who you is and what, what you about and what you do. Damn, I don't know where to start, but... Uh... <laughs> You got a lighter? With my, uh, hey, bro. Come in here and get the and bring one of his lighters. But, uh, started off as King Hollywood. So that's what I'm, uh, um, say. King Hollywood? There yeah, you go. I'm a ghetto celebrity. I put out a lot of shit that Hollywood won't accept. <laughs> anybody can get a goddamn deal. <laughs> I can take that, man. Man, so... You know, one of the things I like about doing about doing this show is that I get to talk to real people who were involved in the streets in a real way. And, uh, and I know you are uh, above and beyond that now, but uh, I kind of want to get get into your background, man. How did you uh, how did you step into the game, man? Like what what happened with that? Uh, as a kid, as me being young, my mama did hair. My mama was uh, she traveled doing hair shows. All around, goddammit, Chicago, Detroit, she went everywhere. Her and a whole lot of her best friends to represent shops that she worked at. And I was the only boy there spoiled. I was the only boy on all these trips, going around on the stage, doing this, doing that. Yeah. And they, uh, <clears throat> that right there just got me to basically, like, a job really ain't gonna do shit. You can really, like, be able to move around and enjoy and travel and still, you know what I mean, win trophies, all that type of shit and get paid at the same time. Okay. So that's really what turned me on with the events, period, with putting shit together and just being the boss of the shit, you know what I mean? Okay. It was hair shows, a whole lot of women. A whole lot of hair shows, a whole lot of women. So how did that, how did that uh, transcend your time in the actual streets with it? Running into females and the females couldn't give me what the OGs was giving me back then. Okay. It was like, nah, I don't really want you. They was all, you know what I mean, top flight strippers and all that other shit. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You couldn't tell what they was though. Back in the day, it was to the point where the stripper bitch was the bitch with all of the money. Right. You couldn't tell. You're like, is she a doctor? What does she do? She's not dressed <laughs> half naked and nothing. She just looked good. A lot, you of, know? A lot of part time CNAs, part time strippers out here. Yeah, she's very classy. Nowadays, you can point the hooker out. You can tell who's a stripper and all that. That's not. That's not what's up. <laughs> why? Now, why do you say that? Now, because you. I mean, if you're wearing a uniform, if you're doing a job, there's a certain uniform for the job. Okay. So why do you think that? You know what I'm saying? Certain females, it's not attractive when they wear, or if they come off a certain way. A trick won't be attracted to really a hoe. If it, if you a millionaire, would you and you going on a date with this 
prostitute. You know she's a prostitute. Do you want to be walking around with a bitch with a red wig? You got a suit on. You's a millionaire. You walking around with a bitch that's half naked. You walking around with a bitch that can't even talk proper. You ordering right. food and she like, um, I don't even know what I want. No, that's don't even very know. Unattractive. Don't, don't even you know what like the order woman, is. Shit. You now you can trick the trick. You know what I mean? Okay. Now tell me about the type of women that that's got to be qualified to be with a uh, with a with an individual of your stature. The individual of my stature, I put a group in that. Me, my pimp nigga Boo, my uh like a brother damn near Gorgeous. All of us damn near feel the same way. To basically anybody can, any woman can. You just gotta have vision and the dream too. Okay. Period. Like, this ain't no new school game to the point where it's like, you just want the money and all that. No, anybody can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's about growth. Anybody can get into some shit and, you know what I mean, and expand. Exactly. Now, who are some of your influences coming up? God damn. I got a whole lot of uncles, man. I got uh, uncles as in OGs, motherfuckers. I was around my mama way back then when she was doing hair shows, so it was like... But my big brother, goddamn Sweepy. Sweepy, I've heard that name before. From you know, off the east side, Buffman Mikey. Sweepy was the one that was like, that's the nigga who showed me pimps up, hoes down, the movie. Okay. When okay. I was young, he was the one that told me like, TJ, where you at? Come look at this shit, nigga. This is you. <laughs> this is you. I'm a kid. I'm like. This is a lot of shit that I be seeing in the city. A lot of people that came into the salons I'm gonna work at and shit. So it's like, I know these people. These people call me nephew type shit. Right. And in this movie, they kept telling you like, it's gotta be a gift. Like I don't fuck with just anybody. So I'm thinking like, I know some of these people. Some of the women was actually in the the hair shows with my mama that was Mm -hmm. in that movie. So I'm like, wait a minute, hold on now. And my big brother literally put me in that shit like, this is you. And I'm like, it's damn near as I do got a whole lot of girls and this and that and that and that. Mm. So I was never put on to the point where the pimp lifestyle, you make money this way, you make money that way. It was just my brother just telling me like, hey, look at this shit, dog. This reminds me, he was making that shit a joke, though. He was laughing like, nigga, this shit reminds me of you. I'm like, god damn, <laughs> that is me. I do dress like this and flavor flag, too. <laughs> <laughs> Why flag? If you's a 90s baby and you's a player, when we was in high school, Flavor Flav was the shit. Flavor Flav was the first nigga to come out with, with, with reality. I love show goddamn. Flavor Flav was the first black nigga other than you having to get on motherfucking national TV with 30 bitches all fighting. I don't know. There was, I think there was The Bachelor around that time, but I think for our people, it, was, it, was, it was interesting because... You gotta remember when I when I grew up listening to Flavor Flav and I see him, I think of Public Enemy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When we of, see him, we think of the little ugly ass dude that have thirty bitches going crazy. That's crazy. From all over the world. That's so like, dude. You know what? It's crazy how people can see you in a different light, G. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> I forgot who. I think it was Ken I was talking to or listening to one day. He was saying, man, you know, you different people around around different people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you around, if you got kids, you know, you daddy to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you around your mama, you were a son. You know what I'm saying? They used to shit his pampers all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, <clears throat> you know, when you in the streets, you got to have this certain persona. Mm-hmm. 
You, you dig what I'm talking about? So, let me ask you this, man. What? I think Gorgeous Dre said it best. He said, before you were pimp, you got to be a man. What does that mean to you? You got to be able to take on some man responsibilities to the point where you not just daddy. Like, I don't even like that word, the word daddy and shit. Because, like, they take that a little too far. Like, you supposed to have some type of game before you come to me. God damn it. I'm not going to just, no. No, your daddy should have did that. Now, if you need a damn daddy, you can look at me as a father, god damn it. But a daddy, that's a nigga that's just, just there in the picture. But what you was asking was, <coughs> yes, you do. You have to be a man. You have to be a man because you have to be a man to actually be honest to these women and actually tell them what's going on. Absolutely. A player, to me, is a nigga playing. Okay. Because it's like, you a player, a lot of these girls don't know what the fuck you doing. You know what I mean? He's a player, he's a player. But a pimp, a nigga that call himself a P, that's just going to... Right out, tell you, like, oh yeah, I talk to her too. Yeah, I talk to her too. What you finna do though? Cause I really don't give a fuck what you gonna do. They with me. Right. Says you finna get in with us or it what? I gotta go. Like, that's a man, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be a man before you <clears throat> before you win anything. Hey. And they say you gotta be a man before uh, that shit being um, shit too. Because hitting women and shit. That's some boy shit. That's yeah, talk shit. to talk to him about that. There's a big misconception that you out here that niggas out here just beating on women. No. You know what I'm saying? No such thing. No such thing. I like dogs, so I can put them in a the category right now. Uh, if you have a dog, a female, I mean a dog, which is a female, you know what I mean? For bitches, it's, it's, it's two. Yeah, it's two different things. There's a woman, there's a bitch. A woman can be a bitch. A woman can really be a bitch. Now, when you get in that bitch category. What do what do we what do us men supposed to do to protect ourselves? What do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a dog, a woman, a dog can be the, your number one fucking protector. But when that bitch got a line and start biting your ass, what the fuck is you gonna do? So it's like it's two types of fucking women. I hate bitches. I really don't like bitches. I really prefer women. You know what I mean? What's the difference between a bitch and a woman in your opinion? A bitch will argue with a man like she's a man too. You can't do both. Just like a man. A man can be a bitch, too. Because he can argue with a woman back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like a bitch. That's two bitches going back and forth. A man is not going to go back and forth. A man either going to drop your ass because you talking like you a man, or a man going to just walk away. Like, all right, go get your daddy. You got to go get somebody right now. But it ain't going to hit your ass. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Have you ever been in a compromising position where you had to put your hands on a woman before? Yes, I have. Bitch tried to hit me with an EJ bottle about this damn big. Because I was trying to walk away. Slap the dog shit out of her. I had to. Because it was like, that could have been the eye. I could have bust my she, she shit up. She could have fucked you up. A lot of but these. A lot of these. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That's a bitch, though. Because she liked that. After it, she was still blowing my shit up. It got worse. I had to change my number and some more shit. Dog, the same thing almost happened to me with my baby mama, G. I had to uh, go ahead and. Um, I didn't necessarily hit her, but I hit her muck. She had a knuck motherfucker, like, big-ass steak knife. So I hit her motherfucking hand on the counter until she dropped that motherfucker. Like, damn near breaking her wrist type shit. But if I didn't, I'd have had stab wounds and shit. You know what I'm saying? A bitch will argue with you and go back and forth like you the man. She's going to force you to put the hands on her. 
I got blood sisters, and everybody be like, how can you do this with sisters? I got a daughter on the way. But like, how can you do this with a daughter? My sisters is most definitely aware to, you know what I mean, not argue with no damn man. Because if I pull up on the scene and I ask them a question, I'm going to ask them questions. And if I find out you've been arguing, calling this nigga bitch-ass nigga this and that and that and that and that and that and that, that, I don't even want to get into that. Because I don't know what you said and all that shit before I got with <coughs> So that's I, I guess that's a piece of advice you can give to some of these niggas is uh, it, don't be quick to play Captain Saverhoe. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? If that a woman come to you bitch. in distress, if a woman comes to you in distress, you need to question the situation and figure out what the fuck happened before you take action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't do that, you'll fuck around and wind up, wind up in jail. And, and you'll pull up protecting man, a bitch. Yo pit bull then got out the yard bring the bitch to motherfuckers and down there barking and then when you pull up that motherfucker like Oh, you just bit about four, five kids, bitch, and some other shit. <laughs> Could nobody stop you. Now I get here, you want me to be on your defense like they took you or some shit. Nah, what really happened? How the fuck you get all the way over here? What you doing over here? Tell, tell me about a time you've been in a compromising situation or a bitch has put you in a compromising situation and how you pimped your way out of that. I can't say no names. Of course, yeah, this, this one, This one bitch, she called me and she came from another film, from a walk-in. She told me that uh, uh, that one of her sisters was talking to that pimp and got his house broken into. And I know him personally. Mm-hmm. And when she called <clears throat> telling me some shit like that, I'm like, the fuck like like <laughs> you, you feel that comfortable to call and tell me some shit like that you know what I mean so I called P and I tell P it was a heated situation cause it was like literally the next day mm-hmm. so he got a little mad I don't know if he got mad at me but he was pissed the fuck off like how the fuck she just tell you some shit I'm like hey she told me shit you need to you know what I mean mm-hmm. he went there that shit this bitch went and read to another pimp that I had a little beef with and told him some other old shit had him it was a whole lot of little bullshit. Mm-hmm. But me being a man, I called both of them. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't give a fuck. Called the one that got this house broken into. Come to my goddamn house right now. I'm going to tell your ass what the fuck. You can see this shit, all this other shit, mm-hmm. right here in your damn face. And called the other motherfucker that I had beef with. All the way in L.A., goddamn. Like, shit, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all because of bitch being a bitch. Like, lying and shit. Uh-huh. Oof, 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 oof. You ain't supposed to the fuck you at, Tommy. But yeah. What's I'm saying is, damn yeah. How many, the most about a whip have you had your staple? I don't like a lot of girls. Probably two, three. Why not? Because it's a headache. And that's too much jealousy. And two or three can do way more than a whole lot. You know the great? You know people? When I was young, in high school, boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back in high school, you was uh, you was in it? Hell yeah. Boy, in high school, I had so many. In high school, I had every girl that the niggas was like, oh, she a hoe. I appreciate you. Every nigga that, that said, oh, she's a hoe. I have talked to this bitch. Like, <laughs> I swear for God. I told you, play for love. I wore a clock, goddamn, in the middle school Wait in the wrong day. Nigga, what? <laughs> Hold up! Always been me. Oh, this nigga said since high school. 
I remember one bitch uh, spitting my goddamn face. I hit that bitch with a chair. I was one goddamn. I remember when. Uh, hey, wait a minute. That kind of reminds me. I remember I was uh, at a friend house. We was uh, watching like some WWF shit, right? Yeah. And um, she kept fucking you. with me. She kept hitting me and shit like that. I gave that bitch one good side kick yeah. to the ribs or to the leg, and she sat down and shut the fuck up for the rest of the night. Yeah. But she came into school the next day with crutches, and I felt bad. I yeah. was like, oh, no, I didn't mean to do that. She stopped fucking with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't uh like I really don't condone it to the younger people because they will take it too far. So it's like I really adore women. So it's like you know what I mean. So there, is there a misconception? Because a lot of people think that since you in the game that you hate women and you know you don't and you got some type of uh you know vendetta against women. Is that is that true in your case? To me, every man is not a pimp though. Like women, you can't. You gotta have some type of love for women. If you can see a hype bitch, or you can see a broke bitch, you can see actually a a, a woman for who she is. Bitch stank. She musty. She might smell like pussy. She hairy. <laughs> she got a wig on. Her makeup is fucked up. She not from here. She been beat up. Her pimp been raping her. She been fucking constantly. She been happen to bring, you know what I mean? Pay for hotel rooms every night. Been with this pimp for years. Come on now. How can you not love a woman to be able to talk to her to better her? Come on now. That's, a, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people be reading them Iceberg Slim books. and get they, a, <clears throat> Iceberg Slim books, the movies. To me, no disrespect, rest in peace, Pimp C, but Pimp C too. Mm. Pimp C was like actually back then, actually putting it in niggas' heads. Like you can talk, yeah, bitch, get out on the floor, bitch, yeah, stand up on the wall, bitch, you're on the pimp rest, I'm going your pocket out. Oh, wee wee, like, goddamn, <laughs> it sound real good, but damn, nigga, you, you should be in jail, motherfucker. What the fuck is you? That's not, no. A pimp walking out of that thing and just smell good, goddamn it. She'd be like, damn, you smell good. You snap your damn fingers and just keep walking. That bitch is gonna follow you. That's a pimp. That's, you know what I mean? So it, it, she it, see what she like. So you just saying there's a difference between, you know, having fun in front of the camera and saying all that shit and really out here yeah. mashing and getting down. Yeah, like even when I'm out, I don't do talking like that. Okay. I really don't. Okay. I don't do talking like that because I don't want no woman to actually look at me and actually be like, damn, you rude as fuck, you disrespectful as fuck. Mm -hmm. I will only get there with a hoe, and hoes like that. Like, when hoes actually come push you to that level, I didn't went places and they actually grabbed my hand and walked with me just to see what I'm finna talk about. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that shit. So it's like, you testing me. You know exactly who I am and I know exactly who you are. So why is you even coming at me like that? You know what I mean? But it's money, though. I love women, though. That's all I want to really want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. What's the difference between when you were in the game then versus now? I feel like it was a big jump. Like back, back, way back in the day, like the 70s and the 80s, it was probably lovely. That's probably where I feel like I should have been. Because you could actually be around... You can actually have a woman at home, you know what I mean, taking care of business and like madams, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of the players that was at the players' balls in Chicago, they all had uh, a woman that they was with for 
multiple years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, 30 years. Now that's love. That's game. Yeah. When you can actually be with a woman for all those years and she's not doing that no more. She's not doing nothing that you met her. When you met her, and it's not all about selling their body either. It's not all about selling their body. You met her when she was low and you turned her into something. Both of y'all look like king and queen now. Because y'all worked the damn chessboard. All your palms been moving, everything off the damn thing is king and queen now. Question, do you think some of this game could be applied into the square world? Yeah. Give me give me one of the rules. No that such you... thing as a square world. Because once you get into the game, everything is a game then. Mm. Everything is a game. Mm. That's interesting because you got a lot of pimps that say that, you know, the game is a, is one thing and then, you know, real life is the other. I feel like everything is a game. Alright, go elaborate on that. The president, <clears throat> government. Anywhere that you can work at, goddammit. Somewhere, anywhere that you're working at, there's somewhere that somebody up there just sitting there with a big, lovely motherfucking house sitting back just calling the shots. He ain't even calling the shots. He got somebody else calling the shots. He's just collecting the funds. He's the founder. He's the the boss. The top of the motherfucking empire building. That's where he at, chilling. He might live up there. That's the pimp. So we see how you don't think, see that? Which you know I, mean? I, I get it, man. But let me ask you a question. Do you see? What do you see, Donald Trump? Do you see him as pimple trick? I see him as the pimp. Okay, talk to me. I see him as the pimp because the way that he talked for me, he don't give a fuck. He worked his way up there, and it's like I'm here, you down there. What can you do to me? What can you say to me? All right, it's gonna go this way. It's my world. You let me get this far. It's not my fault. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But most definitely, he did a lot wrong. He's a racist motherfucker. Don't get me past. Don't say, you know what I mean? Right. All that fucked up shit. It is what it is. It is, it is what it is with him. <clears throat> That's what makes him a man, though. Mm. Because you really can't turn him into shit. He's literally just going to tell you what the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Like... So with this whole presidential election thing, man, what what advice do you give to black people right now? You know what I'm saying? As far as like, do you think they should vote? Do you think they should not vote? What, what do you what, what do you stand on that? Because you know, you got Donald Trump on one hand, you got Joe Biden on the other. You know what they you know what they both about. You know what I'm saying? And neither one of them have really got the interests of black people. So what do you have any advice? About that whole situation, or you know, you just kind of tell people to do what they do. I haven't been thinking about it. Hmm. I really haven't been thinking about it. I don't know if we're gonna go into motherfucking race war. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So, <laughs> man, the president, I'm... the corona little shit coming back. We gonna have another goddamn little phase. They except the cities are shut down right now. We just waiting on another outbreak right now. It's like, it's hurricanes going on right now. Motherfuckers still getting shot by the police right now. Here, is picking in Wisconsin, up. in Kenosha. Right. That, that's, that's not far away at all. You got white boys yeah. posing as goddamn police and vigilantes shooting and killing motherfuckers. Dog, you got all this crazy shit. But man, you know what I say, you know, 
I say vote for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it's all said and done, you need to vote for your motherfucking self. What does that mean? That means to me that you can't sit up there and wait on no president. Bitches, you can't worry about no nigga. Nigga, you can't rely on no bitch. It's time to vote for yourself. It's time to bet on you. Live your fucking life. Live your life. Live your life. Last winter, I don't want to put it out there like that. The last winter was one of the coldest motherfucking winters. I don't ever remember it being motherfucking, what you call it? Below 20? Yeah. Yeah. The low 20, remember it was yeah. the low 20 for like a week? I remember that shit. And they remember they, uh, when we was young, our grandma was in, mama's used to always say the colder the winter, the hotter the summer. Last winter was cold as a motherfucker. Yeah. This summer has been a lovely summer. Yeah. I don't care what nobody says. It's been 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 80, 70, 70, 90, 90, 90. We barely had rain. We barely had windy days. Mm. I ain't pulled out no jacket since I don't know when. So it's like, this winter, man, I just say live your fucking life because I don't know how long this shit going to last. What the fuck going to happen what's next? what's going to happen, man? Like, so it's like, just oh. live. So let's, let's move on to something else, man. How did you get into to like winning car shows and, and getting into that industry? When I was young, I used to watch Midwest Street Riders and shit. Okay. I never played sports, no type of sports, no basketball, no nothing. So I play the game, goddamn it, or I'd be on blink talking to some damn girls. <laughs> I'd be on tag talking to some damn girls oh, way shit. before Facebook, oh, yeah, way I before 2009. Tag. That was my first page, 2009 on Facebook. <laughs> so blink and all that other shit. I used to watch Midwest Street Riders and DVDs and shit like that. Okay. And then when Midwest Street Riders died away or whatever, uh, they stopped doing Midwest Street Riders. Uh, Milwaukee was number was the number one act on Midwest Street Riders. We was the number one people getting all the goddamn attention because we had the best damn cars, the best everything. So everybody was like, "Oh, Milwaukee got that shit." So okay. Midwest Street Riders went away years and years and years. My mama was doing tan bam hair. The one with the Skittles guy. Okay. She was doing, uh, no, she was doing something. What was she doing? She was doing something for her. So she was on the corner of my block. Something happened. She came down. No, no, my mama was doing her sister hair, which is my uh, one of my cousins. She was doing her hair. And she came down the block and I saw her car. And I'm like, that's the car for me. My shoe whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, yeah, look, uh, this, this this my car. Yeah, this is my, my sister. I'm like, whoa, what? She like, I'm like, what happened to me? Where she was? And I'm like, she don't, they don't do it no more. She's like, you got the camera. Well, go ahead. You can do it, whatever, whatever. You can do it. She the one who really put me on. So oh, I, I, the, the first car show was like two weeks after that. She told me to get up there. It was on 76 and Tower. I got up there to 76 and Tower. And... Recorded that shit, and that's on YouTube right now. That's what's up, man. So, what are some of your plans for the future, man? What do you, you know? Shit, bigger car shows. Bigger car shows? Yeah, I'm gonna go crazy. Bigger car shows. Last year, or this year, I had more cars outside than inside. So, it was like, I need something way bigger that can hold at least about 500 cars. I'm sure you're gonna find that. Oh yeah, I'm most definitely can. I'm a, uh, um, heads up, I got Walmart Midtown, so I've been actually talking to the city, and the city, the, the lady that I'm going through, one of the aldermen is literally telling me like find a parking lot, and call me, let me know. 
So I'm gonna find a parking lot. When I find a lot by Christmas, I'm gonna be uh, putting that together. And by February, March, I'll be putting out that flyer for the uh, seventh annual. <clears throat> oh man, shout out to my man, Mr. Game Ready. Oh yeah, I see you caress over there. You know what I'm saying? We'll get you on. We'll get you on next time. But uh, shout out to my man, Game Ready, uh, P partner out in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Game Ready Clothing. You did what I'm saying. Go ahead, put your link in. Uh, anything that you want to promote, man? Anything you want to tell the people before we get up out of here, man? Uh, God. <clears throat> Ooh, wait, my head fucked up. I was in the pool earlier. I mean, well, you got people on. I, well, you got people on but, Facebook, uh, look, but you look, got people look, on Anchor look. FM. I really can't even fucking shout out to Debbie the Glass Lady. Oh, why don't you shout go ahead and show the pieces real to... quick, man? Go ahead and show show. Show the people that uh Debbie that that official Debbie piece. This one right here is one. She signed it right there. She put the weed symbol on there because every time she see me, I smell like goddamn weed. She put me a uh, damn little card symbol up there. She said there's some symbol to me. Every time she see me, I got a damn gun with me. She don't like that shit. <laughs> she put a gun on the cup, told me to lead her over there. And PB, she nicknamed me. She named me play, uh, Pretty Black. No shit. And that one up there. Oh, well, you got time. to show them that one, man. Go, you you got, got to you. show them. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got to show them that one. That motherfucker is beautiful. This is the one that got me my name. My uh, my birthday party last year, which was the players' ball, I, um, my colors was supposed to be blue and white. And when she got here, she had this cup, black and silver. And she told me she saw the pictures of me uh, with the Shirley Temple motherfucking girls. And she said, your name is Pretty Black. I said, Lord. <laughs> and luckily, I had on silver and black. And so it just fit right and in. And she had on all silver. And she put the scorpions up there because I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. That so is. I got to send it to her so she can do her touch-ups again. But Yeah, and shout out to Deputy Glass. Shout out to Deputy Glass. Shout out to Ravel. She has Romaine. Like history. You know what I'm saying? She has a bit of history. Last weekend was her 70th birthday. I couldn't make it to her birthday party in Baltimore. She had a private party. I was most definitely supposed to be there. But I know, I found out about a week in advance, and I had just moved into this house with a security deposit of too much damn money. <laughs> down payment was too much. So I had to do what I had to do. I'm buying cars and dogs, and dogs getting sick and dying, all them type of shit. So... Uh, anybody, so, anybody that's um, any advice that you got to give that in, that's in the game that's looking to get out. Save your money and just invest, man. Invest. It's a lot you can do. You can buy a house. You can start a laundromat. You can do a hair salon, a barbershop, any of them things. You can sell clothes, sell meat, sell anything. Man, the women is doing it right now. Shout out to the women. Shout out to OnlyFans. They are make, they are letting bitches eat right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But how, how do you feel about OnlyFans and, and that whole that yeah, whole thing? Dang, yeah. What's wrong? I don't say I don't think nothing's wrong with OnlyFans. A lot of a, a lot of uh, peas would be like, man, that's soft shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking, man, that's legal shit. Yeah, man, look, it, listen. 
Back in the day, there was no technology, really. There was no Facebook, really. There was no none of that. You couldn't go live. You couldn't see your cousin or see a bitch that you know and, and record her and be like, oh, shit, that would be embarrassing for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine if social media would stop right now. All of the internet would stop right now. Do you think? Remember them days. So if there wasn't an OnlyFans, all the social media internet is down. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day, the blades will be dumping. These women have to pay bills still. That's all they know. That's all they like. That's all they love. You would Mm -hmm. see them out there. They wouldn't give a fuck because you can't even take a picture of them. What can you post it? What what can you do? There was no cameras on the phones, so Mm -hmm. it's like back in the day, niggas is still trying to do this shit like back in the day. This is not back in the day. So it's like you gotta elevate to some whole new shit. Can't say that too much, but right, absolutely, you gotta be able to work with them. Not not cutting deals and shit, but you gotta be able to work with them to be able to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Can't talk to them like that nowadays because they can make their own damn money. I like them (laughs) like that. I like them to be able to come and you got your own money. I'm not gonna talk. I really don't like talking to, to women like you know what I mean. Attracting them, trying to get them to to talk to me to get to. No, I don't like that. All right. I'd rather be around and she like me and she already know, like, damn, like, he's, he live lavish as hell. Like, god damn. Without you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do? You can't do shit for me. Like, I don't know what you can do for me. Like, shit, like. <laughs> somebody, asked, somebody told me to ask a female, what is it that you can do that I can't pay for, that I can't buy? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can a female do that I can't buy you? I mean, like, if you want, me? like, if you if you want a home cooked meal, you can buy a maid. You know what I'm saying? You can buy somebody to cook. You can hire a personal chef. You need your house clean. You can pay somebody to clean your house. Right. If you want some pussy, right. you can pay for that. Even right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So what is it that a bit? So you know that's so the end. It so the end it was like how I elevated mine. This would be like a testimony to my kids. I don't give a fuck. So it's like, motherfucking tell my daughter, like, oh, yo, yeah, you know, your daddy was this, your daddy was this. There's nothing you can say that my da- my daughter won't know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she automatically be able to bust your ass out. Like, and did you know where he was going with, with money like that? Mm-hmm. Or did you know where he was, you know what I mean? Like, so I, go, I went from liking girls and shit like that, little girls and shit, and my first damn girl that really turned me out type shit, she was... She already had a pimp, so it's like, I didn't know nothing about it. So, after my brother already telling me, like, that's you, and then I was still trying to be a little boyfriend to the, to the girl. The girl was telling me, like, you know, kept catching the girl, talking to the older pimp. Like, damn, so, this is you, so I just got to be myself. I started being myself, which was the player. She loved it. And plenty of other girls just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. When I be a soft square, mm-hmm. none come. Like, that shit just don't work. When I be myself, they just come and come and come and come. So, just be your fucking self. But what I was saying was, I went from all that shit, and I like the cars, and I like the car shows, so I started recording car shows. I started recording car shows, putting them on DVDs and selling the DVDs. To everybody that missed the car shows, people that was at the car shows, that's a hard copy like Midwest G Box. Everybody was telling me back in the day, like, get on YouTube, get on YouTube, get on YouTube. I supposed to have been rich, goddamn If I would have been putting my shit on YouTube six years ago, every yeah. summer. Yeah. But I didn't. I wanted it on a hard copy because mm-hmm. I always thought the fucking internet shut down right now. All that shit, all my shit is gone. If anything happened to YouTube, all my shit is gone. I want my shit on hard disk copies where I can. Had this shit 10, 15, 20 years from now and show my kids, like, look, 
like a tape player. I that shit you. is money now. Yeah. A tape, if you got a tape of somebody that was at a player's ball or at a car show and you got that on film, you know what a nigga will pay for that? That's especially, what you mean. And then especially, you know, <laughs> I was big, I'm big into the two real for TV, Michael Moore DVDs, yeah. right? Yeah. <clears throat> I go to the website to try to catch some of them old DVDs. You can't even buy them no more. Right. Should have got you a hard copy. You can't even get them no more. That's crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? How so, long do you think YouTube going to last? I think YouTube's going to be here for a while. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Okay. You think it's just going to get better and better? I mean... I hope so. It, it, but hope it, so. It, it depends. You know what I'm saying? It depends so. on what you're talking about and and what you're producing. You know what I'm saying? It, it's going to get better, but, you know, if you putting out real content... You know, they can they can demonetize your ass real quick. Right. So you definitely want to have alternatives, but you know the future is now. So you can have, you know, all different types of platforms. It may not be as popping as YouTube, mm-hmm. but you but know. just well, basically just elevate yourself, goddamn it. If you can do something, you can do it better. Next, I want to open up a damn lingerie store. There you go. I feel like goddamn it. What you call it? Uh, with the Victoria's Secret ain't got shit on me. I make the motherfucking store so goddamn cold. Bitch, come in and put fur, fur carpet, little, little motherfucking puppies this damn small running around that bitch. She gonna spend a bag, but she gotta spend some money to stay in there. Yeah. And my yeah. shit's gonna be way cheaper than Victoria's Secret. Yeah. I will fly to China to go get my shit. Yeah. Like, goddamn it. But you know, just to put you up on game now, you can do. Open up Shopify stores, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And get that shit but, sent to you directly but, from China. But the thing is, to elevate people again, a lot of people that spend a lot of money on bullshit, why would you open, why would you get all this loan money and you open up a business? Mm. That's dumb to me. Okay. If you get all that fucking loan money, I would get all that shit and sell it online. Fuck is wrong with you? Why would you go spend all that money on the damn building? Everything is online now. Why wouldn't you just pay a couple of hundred dollars to get your website so you can literally send the shit through the goddamn mail? Come on now. It's 2020, it's not back in the day. Don't it's nobody even shit. go to stores and shit now. Absolutely. So that's why I ain't did the lingerie store yet. <laughs> yeah. Who, who the fuck I told? I told somebody, yeah, I think it was Charm. I told somebody, and they was like, why don't you just do it online? If you just do it online, then motherfuckers, you can send it to everywhere around the world. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, why? I can make me a nice-ass <laughs> website. <laughs> so, man, you know, if anybody's looking for a way out, man, doing it, you know, that online shit, it's not going anywhere. Not going. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, can, you can make it online. You can build you a brand. Right. There's a lot of people out there writing books. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Putting out products. Shout out yeah. to Golden Delanora. Shout out to Game Ready. Yeah. Shout out to Juju. What, I get Juju everybody the books. You know I, got, I get everybody books. I got some books somewhere from, from I actually Chicago got, um, I got, uh, what's his name? Book? Original White Folks. Oh, yeah. Interview with old school players. Really? It's right there. You know what I'm saying? It's right over there. Yeah, I would love to read that. Yeah, that's a dope, that's a dope book, man. I would love to read that. Yeah, yeah. I remember him on motherfucking, um, um, Pimps Up Hoes Down. I haven't seen him on Pimps Up Hoes Down. Yeah, he was on Pimps Up Hoes Down. No, because there's, the, there's two white folks. There's okay. the actual white folks, okay. the white boy, okay. and the original white folks, the dude who look white. Yeah. I think it's the dude that look white. I'm sure. Did he have on the orange motherfucker? No, that's that's white folks. Was that the nigga that was saying, uh, that's, oh. That's original white folks. 
No, this nigga look like he in a mafia. Look at this nigga. <laughs> that nigga look like he in a mob. Yeah. That's their old white folks Woodson. And what was he at? What was he? He's yeah. an old school Yeah, he's player. an old school pimpin' player, man. You know what I'm God saying? God damn. Yeah. Piece of history right there. But look, man, we gonna go ahead. And oh yeah, with the up. with the um, I'm finishing. Shout out, oh, shout ahead, out to ahead. Deputy Glass, like you shout out to Romaine, shout out to Goddamn Choo Choo, uh, JC, Goddamn Gorgies, Boo, this motherfucker right here for calling me last week. <laughs> I was just still moving, bro. I was still it's moving. all good, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Everybody that came out for how you riding this year. Shout out to Cruz. Uh, Cruz just passed away, bro, with the red uh, low rider. He just passed away two days ago. Shout out to you, bro. And um, that's pretty much it, man. man. That's wonderful, man. I definitely appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To do this interview with me. You know what I'm saying? It's been a treat. You know what I'm talking about? Um, October 6th. Or I think it's the 6th or the 2nd. Um, look on my Facebook page. Uh, the 6th annual anniversary Pony Wax. We will um, be there. Man, listen, it's going down. You already know how we do it. Shout out to Francino from Chicago coming to do the after set afterwards. Um, let me see. Get you a bottle of that Pony Wax. www.ponywax.com. Uh, look for more interviews and um, be on the lookout for the sixth installment of the Professional Playboy Podcast. Uh, I love you. Tell somebody you love them and I'll talk to you niggas sooner than later. Be cool and careful. <laughs> all right, all right, mic check, mic check. All right, y'all, peace and prosperity. Y'all know who it is or what it is. It's King Isali representing that team, Pony Wax to the Max. And I want to end. I want to introduce you, introduce y'all to a special guest. But first of all, you are on. You are now tuned in to the Professional Playboy Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we live on Anchor FM as well as um, Facebook right now. And I got a very, very special guest with me, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Uh, my government. Man, te- te- oh, tell man. them what you, tell them who you are, man. Oh, tell shit. them who you are. My baby got some people on that shit. Uh, shit. Uh, Relly J on Facebook. Relly J, as people call me when they see me in public. Because I got the A, I, and shit. I okay. thought it was J. Okay. You know, shit, but Relly J, but... Um, author of 12 Steps to Becoming Your Own Dope. Shit, and... A motherfucking uh, black legal cannabis entrepreneur in Wisconsin. Wait, what? Wait a minute. What did you say? A Not- black legal cannabis entrepreneur. Go ahead and uh, plug, plug, yeah. plug your product, man. Go ahead and plug shit, it. Uh, well, shit. You know, uh, my family. You know, I come from a family of cigarette smokers, liquor drinkers, and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, cool, cool. Got, yeah, yeah, you ain't got a shout. Everybody can hear you. You know what I'm saying? Right, but like I said, I come from a family that enjoy liquor. <laughs> liquor. <laughs> liquor and menthol. Yeah. Here to see a new post. Just, just right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's E and J for them. Oh, shit. what A? Red top. <laughs> Not blue top, red top and shit. But, so, what ended up happening is, you know, I've always been a, a cannabis enthusiast, you know. Okay. So, 
I've always tried to stay up on the latest shit, but mm-hmm. trying to find a way to pursue my passion in a legal way in Wisconsin and shit. Okay. I came up on uh, CBD, which, I mean, it's still cannabis. It's just that it's strains that have the THC bred down to a legal level. Okay. So, what the difference is with my shit is the THC level is uh, usually less than 0.3%, which makes it legal in all 50 states. Mm. So, you ain't gonna get stuck. You ain't gonna get high type shit. You, well, you get like a nice-ass body buzz. Okay. Like I tell people, um, if you ever fucked with blacks, it's like a black times 10 without the uh, headache and without the motherfucking fast heartbeat. Oh, okay. Or at least that's what I used to get when I got Oh, my good. Oh, my Lord. Look with my... Hold on, man. Did you really just gift and bless me with a king palm? Yeah. Roll with, oh. with some of that good CBD up in there? Uh, extra, lo- uh, extra, extra larger. So they hold five grits. Oh, my goodness. So, so oh, that's yeah. a blessing, so, uh, bro. It's supposed to be able for six people to enjoy for one and a half hours. So okay. I don't, I don't know how long, you know, it's going to last one person. Hey, we're going to find out. You know, shit, hopefully it's the gift they keep on giving. Oh, me. definitely. <laughs> Man, go, well, well, where can they find you at, man? First and foremost. Uh, shit. Right now, I'm trying to get my uh CBD website off the ground, but you can follow me on Instagram, Higher Frequency, H I G H E R F R E A K U E N C Y. And no, I'm not dyslexic or illiterate. I spell frequency like that because. I believe you can be just as sexual as you can be spiritual. Ah. Because when done correctly, sex is the ultimate ritual. I I always say SEX stands for Supreme Energy Exchange. And that's what you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, sex you know, sex is definitely something good, man. You know, it's something fun. But I think for men, one of the things we gotta start doing is um, a little practice called semen retention. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. To where males can uh you because you know if that's the if we produce the substances that produce life, could you imagine what else we can do if we use that right, energy right. in the same in a different in a different avenue? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it all come from I don't know if we fuck with chakras and shit. Okay, but, talk. But, I mean, <laughs> come on with but, it. But what's that? That sacral chakra, that, okay. that creativity okay. chakra, and that's why a lot of motherfuckers out here out here fucking any and everything because they're trying to satisfy that that drawing on their spirit to be creative. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. instead of doing what you created to do, which is to be creative, you, you're supposed to be a representative of the creator on earth. So yeah. you are supposed to create. Absolutely. But since we stifle and, you know, suppress our creativity, it comes out in, I ain't going to say negative ways, but it's just, there, there's there's more productive ways to tap into that energy, I'd say. Do you, have, you, have you ever read um, think, uh, Napoleon Hill's Think You Grow Rich? No, but I heard it's dope as hell. Oh, man, you definitely got to read Napoleon Hill's Think You Grow Witch, man. And one of the things that they talk about is the science of sexual transmutation. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, you know... Well, I fuck with sexual alchemy and shit like that. Okay, sexual alchemy. So, break that down. What is that? (laughs) Well, shit, um... The way I see it is, you know, sex is an energy anyway. It's a strong... It's one of the strongest energies. It's an energy... creation like I said so mm-hmm. I mean if you can harness that energy with intention mm. other than just getting a nut type yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can harness that shit for your benefit 
and your business too. Hell a lot of people yeah. don't know that. You, you know, know what I'm saying? And, um, even even with yourself. I mean, shit. I tell people my three M's that keep me level. Shit. Medicate, meditate, masturbate. You, you okay? Break that down. You, you let's, do, let's hear that. You do them three motherfuckers. It's hard for you to be an angry ass nigga. It just is. I mean, mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you medicate shit, if you hit that, blow that shit, then then you know, get up in your mind and, and walk through your mind. You know, see okay. what's up in that. Well, meditating. You know, going through your thoughts and learning how to be the observer of your thoughts versus. The person impacted by your thoughts. Okay. We most of us are impacted by our thoughts. Instead of learning how to step back and just let them bitches flow past and be like, oh, okay, I was thinking that. I wonder why I was thinking that. Mm. I wonder why I did feel like that. I wonder why. You know, we we gotta learn how to observe ourselves more. Because mm-hmm. when you observe yourself more, you can pinpoint shit that you need. Talk to him, man. Oh shit. <laughs> Talk to him. <laughs> That's just how it goes, shit. Like, I love meditating. And I, my family, like I said, it's funny because like I, I got into CBD and shit trying to provide a a healthier alternative to tobacco and alcohol. Okay. But then also, you know, I, I try to come with the meditation stuff with my family. But, you know, they feel just like a lot. Like, we, we was uh, very religious growing up. Like, I grew up. You too. I grew up Church of God in Christ type oh, shit. Man. You, you, you can't join in. You got to be born in. This See, is the Church I, of God I grew, in Christ. I grew up in like I went to Lutheran school. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. I went to Saloa Lutheran, and you know Christianity was was instilled deep and heavy, like catechism, knowing all the okay, yeah, verses yeah. of the Bible and all that good shit. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, that they, definitely was very they, impactful they, on me. They, they just a step away from Catholicism. You know, that's all. They a step away, and then. So you got Luther, uh, you know, you got that shit when he tacked the, uh, <laughs> the manuscript on the on the yep, phone and shit. Yep. So we got uh, you said medicate, meditate, and masturbate. So, right, right. So, so you know, medicate, you, you know, clear, yeah, clear all that shit out your mind, mm-hmm. so that when you meditate, you can focus on what you actually need and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then just masturbating, that's that that's that motherfucking sin button. That's that <laughs> Okay. That's that send your intention out. So do you believe that you can with masturbation, you know what I'm saying, you can send out positive or negative intentions out there? Hell yeah. I mean it, it's no different it's no different than what we was talking about with sex. You know what I'm saying? It's still tapping into that same energy. You know, which is a creative energy. Like that's what people don't understand. Like most motherfuckers got problems. Because they just fucking all willy nilly, and you you're gonna create something. If whenever you fuck, you creating something. You either creating a life, a bond. Oh, so the same attachment. Or, yeah. or motherfucking problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you you creating a life, a bond, a problem. So, uh, so so you telling people that your dick can create problems for you. You know what I'm saying? Right, if you right, allow it. right. If you allow it, you you gotta be the. The, the manager of that shit, you, you know, and that, and just like with the book, that's what I talk about learning how to this manage really your. Right, right. This tastes real good. You know what I'm saying? That's y'all mix. gotta fuck with this multi-dimensional mindset CBD. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking for a new pain alternative because y'all know my wrist fucked up. Oh shit! Yeah, let me know. Let's see. But continue. Yeah, my fault. Oh so, no, continue. no, it's all good. But yeah, I, I believe that shit. Um. Whenever you feel strongly, whenever your emotions are the, I mean, you fuck with uh, 
Greg Braden? I've never heard of him. Break it down. Uh, talk, he, on, talk uh, to he on Gaia and shit. But Greg Braden talk about how um, feeling. Like, he, he talk about how the universe or God, whatever you want to call it. Well, right, right. Uh, that, that higher consciousness. Right, that, that, that higher creative force and intelligence. It don't listen to words. It it, it go like when the Bible say you were when people say God know my heart. Okay. He take it a step further and explain it on a more scientific level, saying that you know that intelligence communicates through it, it's an electromagnetic force. Okay. Your heart is electric, so when you Indeed. feel strongly, it actually does produce a measurable force or field. You, you know your mind produce. I mean. Your thoughts produce frequencies and shit. Yeah, okay. your heart produces a field. So he he talk about when you can get your thoughts and your feelings to match. That's when manifestations start. So and he he break it down like he he like to pull up the Bible too because okay it, it ain't I'm not against the Christianity like even though I've I ain't gonna say I outgrew it but even though. I'm no longer like subscribing to all of that. I mean, even Jesus was saying, you you know. Pardon us, pardon us, you know. You sit up here blazing, blazing and blowing, but yeah, man. Alright, cool. That's how we do. Right. We create shit. We create. <laughs> we manifest shit. You know what? Somebody gave me a jewel too. Before you get back to what you were saying. So, so if we call ourselves God, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or gods in the flesh, we have to create, and manifest something because the first five words in the Bible are what? No, in the beginning, God created. All right. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and that's that's the first word spoke in the Bible. Let you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, right. the very first words in the Bible are in the beginning God created. So if you see yourself as as a superior man, an alpha male, you got to be out here creating. But what were you saying about uh, Jesus? Now, like you were you were making that analogy. Oh well, no, he, he was saying like even in the Bible, Jesus was uh, teaching esoteric lessons. You know what I'm saying about how. When when you get your you know when you pray feel like it's already been done type shit, I mean that's right. that's the same thing. It's called brain heart coherence is, is what what they call it. That's okay. the term. Uh, brain heart coherence is the necessity to manifestation. Okay. You know, and that's when he talk about you know when you speak to the mountain saying cast into the ocean and you you basically feel like you know without no doubt just just like if I'm saying I'm about to pick this up. There's no doubt if I could pick that shit up, I, I know what I'm capable of. So when you can get your intentions to that level, okay, to where you can, hey, mountain, go into the ocean type shit, without any doubt or can it happen, this, that, and the third, it basically is saying once your mind and your heart becomes one, that that's that's when you fucking tapped in the super saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> Type shit, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, when you learn how to do that, uh, let your words, thoughts, and intentions all match. Now you a bad motherfucker. Yeah, you know that's just how it go. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, I mean, but it's all kind of like they they can show you where like the law of attraction is in the absolutely, Bible, you know, absolutely. You're believing that it's already done again, you know, and all that shit, or you know, just getting your uh, mind and your your heart is one. Or even when he talk about you know, don't worry about how you gonna feed yourself, clothe yourself, all that stuff. Just seek first the kingdom and all his righteousness. Yeah, but it also say the kingdom of God is within you. Exactly. You know, that's so, the jewel right there. So that's what'd be funny, like, cause, like I said, my family religious. So in in their mind, it's like, oh, you trying to take matters in your own hand. You trying to be God. You can't. Yes. You can't. You you know you 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 fucking up because you not depending on God. You depending on your own strength. And it's like, no, nah, that that is not how it go. <laughs> I just understand when I wake up in the morning and, and, and God has. Allow me to awake, be aware, and able to wipe my own ass. I got everything I need to take over the motherfucking world. That's just how that shit goes. I have to, I have to um, think back of um, when Elijah Muhammad gave the speech, and he was like, "Every time you see the black man, and every time a black man sees himself in the mirror, mm-hmm. he sees God." Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because personally, you know. I understand that there's a higher, you know, consciousness or whatever, but uh-huh. for the most part, you got to save yourself out here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, As black men, man. ain't nobody coming to save us but us. What? And, and that's the thing, and that's where I probably ruffle feathers and shit, because I'm not trying to talk anybody out of their religion. Whatever belief you subscribe to that help you be a better person, yeah, rock with that shit. Yeah, but. The thing that I feel hold us back is, is two things. That's illegal or that's a sin. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like them, Break that down. Them, them two motherfucking gates that keep us chained the fuck up. Like, I, And I ain't telling nobody to do anything illegal. You know, I'm not going to promote that shit. But I just want people to understand what dictates what's legal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Slavery was legal at one time. Shit, still is. Due to the Thirteenth Amendment, now they just got to get you on some penny ante ass crime, yep. and now you officially a slave again to be. Look, they had niggas putting out forest fires for free, risking their life for free. Why? Because they got caught doing some petty ass shit, yep. and now they officially a slave again because of Thirteenth Amendment. You know what I'm saying? It say there no one should be a slave except. Due to penalty of a law, you know, of a law, crime yeah. type shit. Yep. So that's what I tell people. Like, I had a coworker one time at this old place I worked at. She was like, Darrell, I got a man who he loved me and he's a good ass man, but I can't really fuck with him because he sell. Uh, he's he's a street pharmacist, right? You know, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, okay, well, shit, would you fuck with a pharmacist? She said, yeah, I fuck with a pharmacist. I said, okay, well, let me break this shit down to you. Just give you a, a another way to look at shit. Tylenol is legal than a motherfucker, but you pop too many of them, you will not be here anymore. Not at all. And you can go to Walmart, Walgreens, and get that shit off the shelf without a prescription. The majority of these scripts that's being wrote, look, this opioid epidemic didn't come from niggas selling boy. 
Nope. That shit came from doctors prescribing perks. Prescribing them goddamn pills. You know what I'm saying? So if you would fuck with a pharmacist. Because I had to, because they was trying to get me because, you know, I got um, my injury and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With my wrist. And they gave me like the strongest perks available, G, the, the motherfucking tens. And, yeah. And I'm sitting up there popping the motherfuckers feeling like a zombie. I'm like, you know what? Right, I can't right. do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? I cannot do this. So yeah, they, that, that opioid epidemic <laughs> is definitely not for so, me to sell heroin. So, it, right. But, but that's the thing. So you won't fuck with a nigga because he sell boy. But you will fuck with a doctor that's writing scripts? That's that's diagnosing motherfuckers with shit they probably ain't got to get a kickback. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like so now. So that's why I be saying like like again, I ain't telling nobody to do no illegal shit. That's why I'm in the C B D business. Because it's, it's legal. a legal way to track. Yeah. I ain't gotta look over my shoulder. Nope. I just got my license, I got my paperwork. So if I do God forbid I do gotta have that conversation with them motherfuckers, I at least am covered by documents showing that I paid the cost to be the boss. That that's what makes it legal. Have you paid the the gangster man? Yeah, basically. the gangster. Have you paid the gangster man <laughs> they cut? Because that's all it is. Get down the lay down you know type man? shit. Like, like, if you gonna sell, you better make sure you selling where you paying taxes where we get our cut. Yep. If you gonna hold, make sure you do it at an establishment where you rent the room that they pay taxes on that we get our cut. So again. Legal shit ain't never about your best interest. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you had. You said something about pivot and holding. You know what right. I'm saying? And yeah. we're talking about legalities and stuff like that. <laughs> Do you think prostitution should be legal in this country? Uh, I mean, shit. I look at it like this, man. Now the old me would have been, you know, I would have been, been thumping the Bible. <laughs> a, but even in the Bible, look, it's. Look, funny shit, and I want you to research this later. In Proverbs, it says, for the wages of a harlot is a loaf of bread. Yeah, I see that. Oh, you seen that I shit? see that. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, so even in Proverbs, it's telling you, look, before you fuck with another nigga wife, go get you a, a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, shit, motherfuckers probably going to be mad at me. Hey, it is. Listen, but, we ain't here to I mean, like, And I ain't telling nobody to do it again, you know. I just like for them to understand... What may, all, all legalities is, is it allows one group of people to exploit, like, it's basically based on who's being exploited and who's profiting. That's legality in a nutshell. Yeah. If the wrong people profiting or the wrong people being exploited, yeah. it's illegal. Like Dennis Hoff from the uh, Buddy Ranch, you know? Right. He he was doing pimping all day, but he was all day. a business. They, they even called him a pimp. Yeah. They even got him a cup. Yeah. He even said pimping ain't easy. The motherfucker, I, I used to watch the yeah. HBO special, yeah. Buddy Ranch. Well, first yeah. off, I seen it as like a real sex uh, extra. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I was yeah. in all that shit. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm a sexual as I am spiritual, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. I seen it as a real sex extra. Then they got their own motherfucking series. He had women for days. They look, they lined up when the nigga came in. Yep. He's, I want that one and that, that one, one and that, yep. like a kid at a candy shop. Hey. But because he paid taxes to the gangster men, he was allowed to do so. So, like, if you say should it be legal? I mean, I don't knock any hustle as long as it's done with integrity. Yep. And and a person is allowed to make an informed decision. As long as you ain't selling no motherfucking no dream, 
you spinning them, manipulating them, finessing them, as long as they know what it is that they are getting and you stand by your product, I don't knock any of them. Like, now motherfuckers mad about women and OnlyFans. Listen, and, and, I think and, that's some of the best shit ever. Well, the funny thing is, fam, OnlyFans is new. Before, like... Oh, like, yeah. shit, you remember Pimp C said Pimpin' ain't dead and just moved, moved to, to the, the website? Web. Yeah. You know, so I used to, at my job again, you know, because I'm, I'm a laid-back dude, and people know they could talk to me without no judgment, shit like that, and I'm always going to try to give you a word with your best interest. Absolutely. So, I used to have co-workers. Real, I'm thinking about quitting and just stripping. All right, baby, well, if you're thinking about stripping, how about you do this shit? How about you go to Spencer's, get you a pole? Put that shit up in your living room. So now if you are stripping, yeah, you build a clientele. Whisper in them niggas' ear. If you want to see me after the club, here's my link. Yep. Type shit. Before my fan, uh, whatever Only fuck fans. OnlyFans, it was something called ConnectPal. Okay. So, and, and all this shit is, right? All these shits is is a way to monetize your followers. So it ain't like everybody on OnlyFans is showing ass selling ass. Even if they are, who give a fuck? That's what they do. You know what I'm saying? Who give a fuck? Let her. I used to tell motherfuckers, look, man, shit. <laughs> like when motherfuckers go, I need some money, this, that, and third. It, it, it's like, dog, you got a phone. <laughs> you, you, you got, you got some nigga in your Texas asking for <laughs> Why'd you come on now? Why'd you throw a price tag on the titty come and get you now. some bread? Like, come on now. I mean, shit. I don't like. I said, sex work is not shameful work. Only thing shamed is a motherfucker having dicks in them and can't figure out how they paying their rent. Woo! So you, you know, because if if you broke, you shouldn't be fucking unless fucking uh, is contributing to you taking care of yourself. Talk to him, man. Like, I mean, talk to him. <laughs> Man, come on, man. I'm talking. Come on, man. Come on, man. Get deep with it. We definitely gonna get into it. I mean, yeah, that's that's that sound like I'm kidding. Hey, hey, man. This is the professional Playboy podcast. You know, we talking about that. I mean, it's just it's like like I said, I don't knock any hustle. Pimping is just brokerage. You you know somebody who provides a service and somebody looking for a service. They call if if it's for houses, they call that a real estate broker. Yep. If it's, again, for houses, in order to get my house, I had to talk to a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. He connected me with a bank and got a cut off top. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't, it, it, management. If a, if a woman is a model or an actress or, or a man is a model, because, I mean, this shit ain't just women. Right. It, it's just saying, hey, I know somebody that you may want to talk to. And for a small and, fee, and, and if y'all hit some shit off, like I do it all day, yeah. With people, hey nigga, you 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 rap? Okay, my one guy do beats and shit. Why y'all you link up? up? Yeah. Now, if y'all link up, some shit pop off, and you make some bread, and you and you want to hit my hand with some shit out of appreciation. Thank you, thank you kindly, you know. But I just love helping people, and part of helping people is providing them with knowledge, pro- providing them with product. <clears throat> Or providing them with a connection mm-hmm. to somebody. I don't know how to paint houses, but if you need your house painted, and I know somebody who do. Matter of fact, my little brother is a licensed painter. Have you seen that movie, The Black Godfather? No, who is that? Um, what's? Hold on, let me. Its name is. Clarence Avon. It's a story about Clarence Avon, and this dude is pretty much 
a, a he, he moves in the music industry and a whole bunch of different like powerful yeah yeah, yeah that shit hit but he moves in a whole bunch of powerful positions okay making yeah. connections yeah so if you got Netflix I definitely recommend you check it out okay so I'm gonna check it out okay I'm gonna you know check it out and and that's this dude is pretty much like how you how you explained it man your asset gotta be people you know what I'm saying people have to be your asset right not money. You know what I'm right. saying? Because you could go a lot further making connections with the right people. Right. Versus, you know what I'm saying, demanding a certain amount of money or whatever. You know, now right. you can't do that. You can't hustle that way. Right. But, you know. See, and, and even with that shit, I mean, it's all about being a likable person. Yeah. And when you genuine, it's hard for motherfuckers not to like you. Mm-hmm. Even motherfuckers who want to hate you, when they see that you genuine mean them no harm or malice, and you ultimately want to see their best interest transpire. Like, like I said, I don't do shit to to get a cut or do shit to manipulate people. If you say you want to strip, okay, let me show you how to do it in a more lucrative way. Yeah. Like, like I said, get you a. Get you, if you are stripping, whispering them niggas ears, let them know the link they can see you yep. when you ain't in the club. Yeah. And eventually, if you get enough niggas tuning in, you ain't gotta go back to the club. You ain't gotta go back. Now to you the club. stripping this shit in, in the safety and comfort of your own house. Private shit. charging more for private shows. Right type shit or yeah. or shit. Motherfuckers play with themselves anyway. You talk, you playing with yourself, talking about you broke? I mean, shit. There, there, <laughs> there, there might be a motherfucker willing to throw you a couple dollars to, hey. to, 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 to be privy to that shit, you know? Man, the problem is is that a lot of these females want to play the good girl and, and prostitute role. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you can't be trying to sell pussy on one end and then trying to hide it on the other. What kind of marketing oh, strategy is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't sell pussy well, and then hide it. However you choose to do it, whether it's the internet or you choose to, you know. I mean, unfortunately, action. oh, my bad. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Either you're gonna be in the game or you're not gonna be. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a smart way to do like <laughs> there's a right way to do everything. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I tell people. There's a right way to do everything. And even with that shit, first off, women <coughs> are in such a fucked up position as far as if oh, like I mean like all these statuses I do be saying about women not protecting and shit like that and and I'm a believer that your perception is your reality. Talk to I, I'm not gonna tell anybody that what they're calling their reality ain't real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because your perception is your reality. What you choose to focus on takes precedent. So they're they're, they're in a fucked up position where if they ain't fucking, they gotta worry about a nigga going to fuck off with the, the, the chick that is. If they is fucking too early. Now they're just categorized as, as as fun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if they like fucking, now who you a hoe type shit? Like, first first off, don't let words have that much power over you. Yeah. It ain't what you called is what you answer to. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. I'm not one of them niggas that I mean, shit. Even with that, <laughs> I'm not one of them niggas that get pressed over a word. What the fuck is a word? Yeah, yeah. I, I look at your intention, like even with some of my friends now. Like I got to try to gauge 
Because my thing is, I want you to get the message. Right. I don't want you to be put off by the words I say to where now you can't receive it. Mm-hmm. But people be like, oh, real, you be dropping some knowledge, but you cuss a lot. And, and, and you but know did you what? get the word, though? Right. And, and, and what I tell, how I fuck them up, I look them dead, smacking eyes, and Jesus cussed. <laughs> and I, no, he, no, he didn't. Come on, man. I used to study apologetics. I was armor bearer. I was about to be a pastor. You know, as a matter of fact, that I accidentally studied myself out the Bible touch. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it like, goes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You I, read the Bible enough, you'll stop believing it. Like, I, I was I was big on ministry. Yeah. I was ministering to, to uh, Muslims, you know, ministering to Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, because the crazy thing is, even in Christianity, we try to dictate who's really a Christian. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, in Church of God in Christ, it was, well, Jehovah's Witnesses ain't really, that's a cult. That ain't really a, right. a Christian or a seven-day Adventist. That ain't oh. really. Well, we lost, well, we lost our interview on, uh, on, oh. on, on YouTube oh, shit, or Facebook, but well, we're that's, still chopping it up. That's cool, because now they yeah. got to come to the podcast yeah, they and see gonna, the rest. Yeah, look, yeah. look, you got to find the positive and everything. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, even in, in Christianity, it's like, well, they're not as saved as us. Like I said, we were Church of God in Christ. Oh, well, my family still is. Okay. Only motherfuckers harder than Church of God in Christ is the uh, apostolic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we we ain't too far away from that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember when I went to the convocation in Memphis. It was the centennial. I'm seeing all these niggas in bow ties. And I'm like, damn, are we at the right spot? Are we about to see the honorable minister and this motherfucker? And they like, no, you know, back in the day, Church of God in Christ didn't wear straight ties because that was too worldly. That was too secular. The world wore straight ties. You wore straight ties to work, so we wanted to be different, so we wore bow ties to church. I'm like, okay. Okay, well, you know, I mean, if that's how you exercise your shit, like I said, I ain't gonna knock shit, but it's like when you get to pigeonholing yourself into restricted ass boxes, and that's how I look at it now. Mm-hmm. If you want to live in your little ass box, live in your little ass box. But don't be mad at me for choosing freedom. Mm-hmm. Don't try to put me back into that box that your ass don't even understand. Yeah. Like I said, I studied the shit, man. Like, I didn't just study the Bible. I studied... Uh, Middle Eastern archaeology, all kind of shit. Cause I, like I said, I, I used to like ministering, and I used to get my ass whooped trying to minister to certain people. Well, well not physically, but I remember in college, it was a nigga, uh, and his name was uh, <laughs> damn. What was his name? Because he even had a cold name. The nigga name was Ramses. Ramses. If, I can't tell you if that was his legal name or what, but. <laughs> His name was Ramses. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I remember this conversation like a motherfucker because I'm trying to. Well, fam, you know, uh, Allah ain't really God. That's a moon god. That's a that's a Canaanite moon god. So you ain't really worshiping the true and one god when you say Allah. He's like, oh, yeah. He just started hitting me with shit. That nigga knew scripture better than me. Like. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, shit, fam. You know, he asking me questions and shit. He bringing up the contradiction. You know, they they, yeah. call, they call with that shit, bringing up the contradictions. Yeah, definitely. But he bringing all that shit up. 
and I didn't have no answer for it. So I said, mm. okay, I got to study harder because this shit is never going to happen again. Mm. So then I started studying apologetics. That go off of, uh, what is it, First Peter 3.14? But sanctify the Lord God in your heart, always being ready to give reason for the hope that's within you with fear and trepid, with, with reverence. Okay. But it's basically saying always be ready to explain your beliefs. Always be, <clears throat> excuse me, Always be ready if somebody asks you a question. Shit, you might have an answer that turned their life around. So you gotta always be ready to at least explain why you do the shit you do. Right. If you can't explain shit else, you should be able to explain why you do the shit you do. Good, bad, right, or wrong. Right. And that's that's not just even in religion. Yeah. Just that's how I live my life. I try not to say anything I can't repeat. Or do anything I can't discuss. Mm. And there's a freedom that come with that shit. I ain't got to worry about who talking about me, who who, who might know what, who might say what. I ain't, got, I ain't staying up at night worrying about who going to tell what type shit. So with that shit, I studied apologetics. I started going hard, all that stuff. I'm, I'm studying like, but then as I'm studying, it was just too much broken shit. It's like, okay, damn. Yahweh and El were really two different gods that they mm-hmm. that they chose to superimpose on each other. Like there's actually statues of El mm-hmm. and he got a fez on. Yeah. <laughs> he got a little, little cone on his joint. <laughs> he was a Canaanite god. And, and, and matter of fact, there was a whole pantheon. Just mm-hmm. like how uh Olympus got they motherfuckers. Yep. The Canaanites had a whole pantheon, of which, pantheon. which comes from the Africans with the right, old, from, with from the shit. Shit. You right, know what right. I'm yeah. Shit, I mean, shit. You can take it all the way back yeah. to, to African spirituality, yeah. even even comedic uh, netters and shit. Yeah, they they can show you like Dr. James Smalls. I, I love yeah. listening to Dr. James Smalls. Definitely, he would break it down how each netter. Started out as an African Orisha type mm-hmm. shit or Loa, if you yep. ancient, you know, yep. it's all it's all the same. Yeah, right? all, all the same thing. Santeria, shit, voodoo, voodoo, and all right. that. Come on, but man. you know, so it was like, damn. Okay, if this is, you know, as I'm trying to study to cement my, well, I already have faith. Mm-hmm. But as I study to try to get other people to take on my faith, okay. I started learning things where I couldn't substantiate my faith. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's never been a King David type shit found. Like, there's never been the the one shit, the one quote that I used to use to substantiate the existence of Jesus Mm. was from uh, Flavius Josephus. Where, you know where he like okay and one and then it was like a roundabout quote anyway like yeah and there was this one guy back in in from from Bethlehem mm-hmm. named Yeshua like that too and Jesus never existed okay like the name Jesus never existed because the letter J wasn't invented to like right his, his name well, the the name of that person was Yeshua which yeah. is just Joshua nowadays we Joshua. Back then it was Yeshua. No, huh? Oh no, you good, baby. Yeah, you trying to hit this? I'm well, Queen. How about yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah,
I appreciate you. Nah, I <laughs> Most definitely. Man, that's a beautiful thing. You got a queen to come check on you like that. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Me personally, man, I was, I'm definitely... I'm kind of looking for something like that, but I'm in a, I'm in a weird position, bro. Like right. I'm in a weird position where it's like I need a woman on my side, but at the same time, it's like I'm still enjoying my Playboy lifestyle. Right, right. Well, the, well, the key to that is <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women can't, you know, a polygamy. The, the, I'd say that. Well, well, the key to that is just being cool, finding somebody that is. Is into that life too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, there is no cookie cutter relationship. There is no set way to have a relationship. Like, even when people was talking about that Will and Jada shit, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about them. I mean, not not in that way. Like, you know, I, I care. If they, I care if they live and die. Shit. You know, and I can't. I, I hope the best for them. But who they fucking, how they fucking, when they fucking is, is nothing that business. fucking concerns me. At you all. know what I'm saying? So. Whether they had an open relationship or not, whatever the fuck worked for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, they, they may have included participants who weren't as mature as they may have thought type shit. You know, and, and then again, just the way she moved, I, I can't necessarily agree with that. Right. But, but like, <clears throat> I mean, the way she moved, his age, you know, them both being hurt and looking for pacification, like... Yeah. You the you the elder queen, you know what I'm saying? Get this nigga some guidance. You know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to. You know, not for niggas. She got she got too caught she got too caught up with her own ego. Right, right, and 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 we all do. Like even in this spiritual walk and shit, people be like, kill the ego. You got to kill the ego. The ego is a healthy part of you. Keep that motherfucker in check. That's what it is. Like Mm -hmm. if you ever notice your ego only moves with your best interest. Right. It's like that little angry ass friend you got that <laughs> like like that's why I don't like fucking with people with alcohol. I mean, each his own. Right. But alcohol is pure emotions. Mm. And when when most people don't know how to handle their emotions, why the fuck you know what I'm saying? Fuck Shit, if people think but, that's pure emotions, they haven't tried psychedelics. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully with that, it comes with logic, too. Okay. With, with alcohol, it's no thinking, <clears throat> all feeling. So, like, you know that little angry-ass friend that as soon as y'all start drinking, I love you, bro. Let me know if somebody looking at you wrong in this club. I'll air this uh, bitch out yeah, for you, nigga. Yeah. They be like, God damn, fam. Is you cool? We on that? I'm trying to have a little crown, you know. Go you just, you know, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm chilling. I greatly appreciate your affection, but I need you to learn a way to express it more productively. <laughs> but, but that's what your ego is. It's that little ass friend. Hey, nigga, did you hear what they said about you? Yeah. No, fuck that. We need to see them. That, that, that's, your, that's all your ego is. It mean well. Yeah. You just go, hey, calm the fuck down, fam. Enjoy this shit. Yeah. Chill. You know, yeah. Like, I call the ego Scrappy-Doo. You remember how Scrappy-Doo? Put him up. Put him up. Yeah. That's all Scrappy-Doo. Let me at him. Let, Let me, me at him. As soon as a nigga <laughs> look wrong, let me at him. <laughs> that's all the ego oh, is to me. You, you know, that's, that's how I can explain it. And then, I got to keep my little scrappy dude on the leash. Like, I can, I can dig that. <laughs> you know? Cause it, so, man, you got this dope-ass book, man. It's called 12 Steps to Becoming Your Own Dope, man. Can you uh, go in a little bit of this, man? And how did you get started? And what made you, and what possessed you to write this book? Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a, 
Like, the only thing I love more than learning shit is teaching that shit out of hope that it helps somebody else live their life a little happier or a little healthier or a little better. So, this was just me learning some shit for me. I wanted to be my best self. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, you know, I was, in a, I was in a fucked up mindset, just like we all are, you know. I had a shit. I, I was married before, so I I, I went through a divorce. Mm. Then I, I got a blended family where I got two sons that I can't see all the time. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And that sounds and it's like And it's like the crazy thing is, I I, I went to court. Like I, I put in the footwork and fought and all that shit. So yeah. now I got fifty fifty custodial placement. Fuck joint custody. At least you I, got that. Man. I got fifty fifty custodial placement, but on the days I got my boys. A lot of times they want to go to my mother and father's house. Mm-hmm. And, and my thing is, shit, as long as y'all safe and happy, I don't give a shit. Go where y'all want to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and they house is closer to the school they used to go to, so it got the court. My son right. got a little girlfriend in the area. <laughs> type of shit. So they don't be wanting to come home. So, so But even with that, for the first the shit, for four or five years of my son's life, I woke up to him every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I woke up to it every day to being told that they trying to make it to where you can only see them every other weekend and and and, and about to hit your pocket hard. Man, how about th- how about being able being able to be there for the first year of my mm-hmm. daughter's life, and then my baby mama decided to go to Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and then then for whatever reason, whatever happened, I still really don't know. Right, my daughter ends up adopted. And in mm. the system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely right. feel you, man. Right. Hey, shit, man. Well, we gonna we gonna stand in agreement that that shit about to work itself out. Shit, it's already done. Slowly but surely, it has been. But but continue. Oh, uh, but yeah. So you know. So even after that, you know, I bounced back. Shit. Actually, it was a blessing in disguise. Like sometimes we feel we lost some shit, but we gained so much more. You know, because there was no longer two credits being looked at, mm-hmm. shit, I was able to catch a credit. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so now, that's one of the things that came up because shit, there wasn't two credits being looked at. So what happened with you and your breakup, man, in, in that situation? With that one? Uh, with that shit, and, and I'm going to say this, I don't believe in villains. I just believe in hurt people hurting others. Trying not to hurt no more. So, mm, repeat that. Hurt people hurting others while trying not to hurt no more. So, I mean, that the average motherfucker, they, they don't... I mean, there are some people who just ain't. And they hateful because they've been hurt. And they need to project that on the other folk. But then there's other people who move out of fear. And by them tr- trying not to be hurt, <clears throat> they fuck around hurt you. Like that, that motherfucker who always... Breaking out of a relationship when it get too deep because last time they got that invested, mm-hmm. they ended up on the short end of the stick. Right, right. You know, so I can't call that motherfucker a villain. They just need to sit their ass down, do some shadow work and <laughs> soul searching and, and weed out them pains that's causing them to bring pain to others. It's crazy because I feel like, you know, what was that? It was a. Uh, Batman Dark Knight, you know, uh, well, there was a quote, um, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. And I yeah. think, and <laughs> I, I personally think that 
that quote has stuck with me in the terms of dating and relationships. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. I've turned into a bit of a villain. You know what I mean? Because right. Meaning right. that I, I can't really find one chick to settle down with at the moment. And, right. You know, and, and do basically what normal people would consider, you know, a normal relationship. It's been scared up out of me, bro. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen too much. Not yeah, only have yeah. I dealt with the shit that I've dealt with with my baby mama, I've been a side nigga for too long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I've never been one, but I've seen how women move mm-hmm. with it. Like, I, the, the, the crazy thing about me, fam, I don't know if it's because I'm a tourist or what, but I like my own shit. Yeah, same here. I, I don't even want another nigga, bitch. Like, you know, that'd be in my inbox. Well, shit, you know, whatever. But it'd be like, hey, you still with your nigga? Yeah, but, you know, we just in the same... You know, it'd be the same story that niggas be giving. Yeah. We we in the same house, but... Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. Right, that. right. And it's like, okay, well, how about you use that time that you shooting at me to figure out how y'all can make y'all... I'm all about family. I'm all about relationship. Mm-hmm. That is the holy trinity to me. Yeah. Man, woman, woman and child. child. So, Absolutely. so I'm never going to do, I'm, and, and ultimately it will fall on those women because they're accountable to that nigga, not me, mm-hmm. but I will never be, I will never be a bitch's regret, nigga. That, that's my thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? She might not even want to fuck with me. She just tired of her life right now. Okay. She just need to escape from her shit right now. It ain't that she want to fuck me. I'm just the lucky recipient of her going through her issue right now. Mm. She just wanted to get out the house and have fun. Right. It just so happened I'm the nigga she selected type shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, and, and my thing is, no, I'm not about to get over on you in your moment of weakness. In your valley of darkness. I'm not about to get over on you. Yeah, girl, come on. Go ahead and tell that nigga this, that, and the third and slide down. No, no. None of that shit. Because... First off, I'm rooting for y'all. Hopefully, y'all get y'all shit together, especially if y'all got kids. Definitely, if y'all got kids, yeah, get y'all shit together. <laughs> you know, don't don't come to me. Go get work y'all that shit, shit out with your man, right? And then, you know, what shit? I, I'm always in a relationship. I mean, there, there was a. Uh, it's, there, it's so different for me because. You know, I, I've gotten accustomed to, uh, you know. See, I'm a, I'm a habitual long term. Well, you know, yeah. I got out of my marriage. But I you was, got so, but you got so much swag and so much play about you. That's the crazy thing, man. You know I mean, what I'm but that's like, funny shit. And just some real transparent ass shit. I think the reason I can move the way I do is because I got somebody in my corner. And that's where most niggas fuck up. We we get confidence after we got a motherfucking girl. And now that kind con- because it's like, okay, I can shoot my shot at these bitches. And no matter what happens, I got somebody waiting on me at the house. Mm-hmm. I got somebody loving me at the house. You know what I'm saying? So a nigga might be more inclined to shoot they shot knowing that if they hit, they hit. But if they don't, they got... I guess that's where my thing comes in because I got, I got options and shit, so... It's right. like, even if I don't have as many options as I like, right. you know, I know that exactly. it's, it's always but, gonna be a bitch or a, so, a woman so, there, you know what I'm saying, if I don't fuck with you. So that's the crazy thing, that it's that confidence that's magnetic, Yeah. but a lot of motherfuckers, or at least for me, I damn near didn't even get confidence till I was already, until I was married. 
You know, bro, you want to hear something crazy? It's like I'll sit up there and, you know, I'll be me and do whatever I do. And then I'll approach certain females, but it seems like that whatever I do and the confidence that I have and the fact that I'm a player kind of repels them. Hmm. And I've never understood that. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know if you got a sense of confidence and, you know, you got women around you, that makes other women want to know why other women are around you. Yeah. But for whatever reason, for me, it, it's been working as like a, a repellent. Mm. And I don't know why. I mean, shit, you got you to gotta step back and look at the circle or the, or the kind of women that, oh, okay, like this. Uh, a lot of, okay, how are we going to answer this shit? <laughs> a lot of it comes down with, and I don't mean no harm. No, actually. come on, come on with A it. lot of it come, come down with, with self-value. Okay. A lot of motherfuckers don't understand how or what it takes to learn how to value yourself, so you become an energy vampire. Mm. You like the the people that don't have no problem finding people mm -hmm. is the ones who are legit happy on their own, because happiness is addictive. Yeah. And if a motherfucker don't know how to be happy on their own, they're gonna try to be with somebody. Who's always happy. Yeah. Maybe if I'm always around this happy motherfucker, that happiness rub off on me. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. So it but it comes so so to to say that, I honestly I believe when it comes to man and men and women, niggas go after the type of woman they feel that every other nigga won't. Mm -hmm. Because if they get that woman, they're now the envy of these niggas. So that's where they draw their value from. How many haters they can have or type shit or... And I think a lot of niggas really don't want a bad bitch because I've had them and they're a lot of work, man. You know what I'm saying? They are a lot of work. Man, you dig what I'm saying? And if you ain't got thick skin, right. you know what I'm saying, you're definitely not going to last because every nigga in the world going to want her. Right. You know shit. what I mean? And and it's it's just like... A lot of the time, super bad bitches aren't necessarily the smartest either. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate. Well, it, well it's just like, I mean, you're going to make work for you what work. My mind works for me. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? I have exercised that muscle. Mm -hmm. I ain't the, the flyest nigga. I mean, well, I ain't going to say I ain't the flyest nigga. I mean, shit. I believe I am. But, but you're, that, supposed you're, you're supposed to. You're, you're supposed know? to. But that's because I understand who I am again in that. I'm a unique individual expression of an eternal, omnipotent, creative, intelligent force. Okay. So when I realize I'm just an extension of source, I move as God. Mm. I see myself as an extension of God so I can move as God. And it's there I've learned to draw my confidence. Mm. And that's what the book is about. Because, you know, like I said, I was married at 20. Okay. So I was a husband and father before I even learned how to be a man, before I even learned who I was. Yeah. So I drew my manhood off of how well I Could took survive. care of my kids, yeah. how happy and satisfied I kept my wife. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when that shit was snatched from me, I almost died. You know, literally, like, I, I was suicidal. You know, I was thinking, of, like, the only reason I was still here is because I couldn't find a way to do it and my kids still get the insurance money. Damn. Like, I was broken, fam. 
because I left home for this shit. Like it's it say when a man finds a woman, well, he shit, you, you become a man. Yeah. yeah, you leave home. Y'all become one and start your own shit. What's that Bible verse? Corinthians one chapter thirteen verse eleven. When I was a man, I spoke as a man, thought as a man, understood as a... No, excuse me. Child, when I yeah. was a child, I yeah. thought as a child, spoke as a child, understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Right, right. And that's the thing. And this, <laughs> So it's like, I left the comfort of the crib. I, I was good. I was 19, 20. I was in college. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to classes and shit. And then I go to Jules where we worked. And no shit. Jules, that was the motherfucking spot. Oh man, a lot of people don't know we went to high school together, man. I know we, oh, we worked together. You went to high school with Jay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. We went to high school with Jay, and we worked together. Yeah, we and, uh, high school. Yeah. That's till this day. There was no job better. I was working in produce, had all the fruit, had all them mixed nuts and shit back yeah. there. We, all we did was sit back there and chop it up and, yeah, and we eat sure good. Did. Yep, sure and did. And holler at motherfuckers that had to walk through, because everybody yep. had to walk through produce to get yep. <laughs> But, you know, right, so it, it's like I used to work, go to school, I was good, shit, uh, Kicking it with a couple cats like we used to back then. That was Halo and shit. Mm -hmm. So like after after work, shit, we'll be at somebody crib. Uh, shit, rest in peace, Aaron. Yeah. Like the, the great one. We used to be at Aaron house, man, mm -hmm. playing Halo, niggas in different rooms with different Xboxes, playing <laughs> Halo and shit. Get it in three, four in the morning. So that's where I was. I was comfortable, but when I start, you know, having lady and shit, I had to step my game up. So. Yeah. So to step up for somebody who ultimately felt like they needed to be without me, it fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? I shifted my whole life for somebody I intended on being in my life for life, mm. and they decided they didn't want to be in my life no more. But, again, I don't believe in villains. I believe in hurt people hurting others, and in their story, I might have been the villain by being overambitious, you know, by... Making sure I didn't do those three things, but maybe falling short in other shit. As long as I ain't cheat, beat, or call her out her name, I was good. What do you feel you fell short at with this relationship? I mean, shit, there's... I'm I'm a tourist, so I'm stubborn. I'm ambitious. I, I can be materialistic. And it ain't just like... I like things. I gotta have things, but I like to be able to provide for myself. So I like resources. Yeah. I'm not that nigga who need a fresh pair of J's or a new fit. Yeah. I'm that nigga who, okay, I need some gardening supplies in the oh, back. I need, I need, you know, so at that time, I was grinding because I wanted to buy a house. I wanted to have a backyard while my kids were young enough to still play in the backyard. Mm -hmm. So by that shit, I was, it was that. Fuck everything else. We need to get a house right now. Yeah. After we get a house, then we get some businesses. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, I was always grinding to try to retire by 40. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's always been the goal. I've never been a, a lifelong employee. Yeah. Like even now with my my cannabis company, shit, I got a I got an e-commerce apparel store. Like I got a clothing store online. What? Shit, a, oh, shameless plug. Go ahead. Oh uh, shit. Uh, it's H F two T O O at Shopify uh, dot com. Uh, my dot Shopify dot com. But uh, there I sell like. Clothing, 420 friendly clothing, <laughs> and shit like that. So that's why that's why it was higher frequency as well. Because when I first opened my store, I sold 
420, uh, uh, you know, I wanted to be uh, Spencer's, basically. Mm -hmm. I, want, I wanted to be a head shop in Spencer's. I wanted motherfuckers to be able to fuck with me for their hookahs and bones, mm -hmm. but also their sex toys. Yeah. You know, because it, it's all in one. It's all self-care. Definitely. It, it, like, we've been taught to shun shit. So, uh, again, back to shadow work. Yeah. yeah. When you repress shit, it shows itself in an unhealthy form. Absolutely. So, since we repress sexuality, now most of us are deviants when it comes to sexuality. Yeah. We can only enjoy sex when it's some backwards-ass shit. Another nigga bitch. Another bitch's nigga. I'm doing some shit where, uh, you know, the, the funnest sex is the sex you ain't supposed to have. No, fuck that shit. I love that connected shit. When I'm looking you in your eye and we manifesting hey, shit. Hey, I'm like, not going to lie, man, but there has been some I mean, moments. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it, I've had some forbidden fruit moments. Uh, I mean, and, like, and don't get me wrong. I'm oh, sure, I'm not supposed to be fucking I, I'm you, sure but. it's dope as fuck. I, and I'm sure. But it don't, it don't necessarily make it right. But, right, right. You know, And plus, it's just eventually like, man, I remember when I used to be fucking with no uh, connection, that shit was... Like salt water, mm. I, I just had to keep doing it because only time it was, it felt good was when we was fucking. Like, hey, hey, but real quick, we are running up on an hour on oh. the uh, on the Anchor FM, so we're gonna get ready to uh, pause this and come right on back. But uh, tune in to the Professional Playboy Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Anchor FM, my dude, Derail, uh, Higher Frequency. Um, Multi-dimensional mindset cannabis company. Uh, we'll be back for part two. All right, we back. We back. All right, peaceable spotty. Y'all know who it is and what it is. King Lee representing that team. Bonnie Wax to the max, and we are in part two of my interview with my man Higher Frequency, aka Darrell. You know what I'm saying? Um, what were we talking about before we? Uh, we uh, left off. Shit, we was talking, oh, that side nigga shit. <laughs> yeah, being a side nigga, man, and the, the impact that I'm finna fire up this, this fucking cannabis cigar that my dude made for me. So that's uh, two strains mixed. That's one called Early Bird. It's a sativa. It's a 22% CBD. And then there's an indica in there called Canatonic. That's a 26% CBD. That's probably the one that hopefully help your wrist feel better and shit. Oh, man.
but I still only had them three days a week and every other Saturday, which made the, you know, that side was 50-50. So, so on them three days that I didn't have my boys, man, shit, I, shit, I had to find stuff to do, you know what I'm saying? Because that's one thing about us. We don't know how to sit with ourselves. Uh-huh. So we never really get to the point where we can start fixing ourselves. You, so I, I had the, the first, shit, the first year, honestly, I never was at the crib by myself. Well, well for the first time, I, for, for most, a lot of the first year I was depressed. So I was always at home with nothing but myself, just, just in the slump, just in the yeah. bed. Nothing on, like no lights on, no TV on, probably just a fan, you know, just like damn, how did how do I put my life back together after this shit? Yeah. But then eventually I forced myself to start, you know, because people I enjoy people and people enjoy me. So I yeah. always get invitations to come out. I'm just a homebody ass nigga. Okay. All I need is my family, <laughs> something good to eat. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Something good to smoke. Like, yeah. you know, and I'm a happy ass nigga. I mean, as you can see, I don't know if you can pay that around. Well, nah, it's all good, but. Hold on, hold on. Shit. As you can see, I don't gotta go nowhere. Shit. Because again, I'm a tourist. If you like, when we like shit, we tend to overindulge in shit. Therefore, we always need the shit to be around. Right, right. I love fucking. Why wouldn't I always be in a relationship? You know, then it's safer that way. <laughs> you know, but uh, with that, plus I, I like family. So okay. I was I was single for a couple years, going through my separation, and then you know I got with my lady and shit. We've been together for shit, man. God damn, like eight years now. I mean, I ain't gonna say it ain't been without the bullshit, none of that shit. But like, what? Relationships are relationship. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. That's how that shit go. And I would never want to be no motherfucking causer of pain for another family. So like, mm-hmm. bitches used to hit me up. Women used to hit me up. Right. For for on that side shit. Like I said, I I've always wanted my own. I never rocked another nigga clothes for 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 clout. I never rocked another nigga chain for clout. You know, nowadays motherfuckers rocking each other buffs and shit. Let me catch your buffs so I can pull some. D- <laughs> you know, I'm just. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, you know, I just. That ain't never been me. Like, I got family who, you know, hustlers and, and was getting money. So they always had, hey, real, why don't you come grab one of my cars and drive by the lake? See how many bitches you can put? Nah, because. Yeah, that bitch talking to me solely for what I'm driving, that ain't the caliber of bitch I associate with. At least I, I guess, on that I guess my thing is, if you're that shallow enough for me for for you to fuck with me just because of what I'm driving, I'm shallow enough to fuck you just because of that reason. And that, and that's I mean you know and that's that's cool you know I just never I, I just always wanted something of substance. I didn't want just no like fuck buddy type shit. I feel it, it, it's like. I've had friends that I fucked, but there was more than that. You know, we were friends who just decided to take it to that level and understand that this is just what this is going to be, you know, and and they understood that shit. They understood I had other friends, Yep. but because like going back to what you were saying, uh, you know, it's hard to 
find somebody who, you know, with that shit, I remember one of my friends, she doing good too. She was like, you know, I know I ain't the only motherfucker you talk to. Right. But right. when I'm with you, you make me feel like I'm the only motherfucker in the world. That's 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 kind of how I be doing it. And that because I've always been, I've always loved women. I love my mama. Yeah. So I always love women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even when I was single, I kept a bottle of uh, Moscato in in the fridge. I don't Just drink you. wine. You know what I'm saying? The ladies do. Right, type shit. So it was like if you was chilling with me, shit, we was chopping it up. You was enjoying some wine. We was enjoying some music. Mm -hmm. I probably was rubbing your feet and your calves and shit, listening to your day. Because I like that shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like I was going to be, like honestly, this is how I got into uh, herbs. Because I I was going to go to school to be a masseuse. Okay. Because now shit, you know, I find ways to be legal. So now I can legally and 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 rightfully enjoy the company of women, enjoy catering to women, mm-hmm. enjoy touching women in a professional way. Exactly. But I, I'm still getting that connection, and now my lady don't feel no kind of way because this is part of my profession. But then also. They don't feel no kind of way because we have an understanding, uh, uh, agreement and shit. You know what I'm saying? In the fair exchange, there is no robbery. There's robbery in the fair exchange. That, that, that's why, like, even with uh, going back to sex work, mm-hmm. just going back to how people are taught to repress shit, they need an outlet. Yeah. There's, there's motherfuckers who, I mean, I would say sit down with your lady, tell her what you like. Mm-hmm. And if she turned off by that shit, at least you know you tried. But you know, motherfuckers feel like they can't tell their partner what they really into sexually. So then that opens the door for them ducking off. Mm. That motherfucker they fucking with ain't nothing. You know, they, they fucking that person because they could. I, I, I knew somebody who, uh, unfortunately, was getting cheated on. And her nigga was like, I fuck with these gutter butt ass trollops because I can fuck them disrespectfully and I don't want to do that to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can pull her hair, slap her ass, spit on her back, and I can't do that shit spit to you. Mouth and dog right. And I, I can't do that shit to you and still respect you as my lady. I mean, as crazy as it is. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you got a you got somebody on Facebook that says uh Wade Bryant. He said, What's good, brother? What it is, my G, that's, that's, man, that's, that's my motherfucking nigga right there. Hey. He be cooking like a motherfucker, too, dog. <laughs> we got cool working at Spectrum. Like, I was a dispatcher at Spectrum. Okay. And, and, you know, a lot of the technicians and shit, because, like I said, I try to treat motherfuckers how I want to be treated. So I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't one of them power tripping ass dispatchers. You're going to go to this house. And you better be there. No, it's like, hey, nigga, what's good? Right. Okay, right. How, we, how can we get you out this house fast enough? How can we get you to, nigga, my, my goal is to get you home to your family just like I would want somebody to get home to mine. You know, get me home to mine. Definitely. So that's how I got that's cool. That's what's up, man. I got cool with a lot of the so, technicians. How do you become your own dope, man? Let's, let's, well, let's get into that. Uh, okay, well, shit. Me, personally, how I did it, I first had to get my mind right, man. So... That's that's the starting point I would recommend for anybody. Get your motherfucking mind right. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how, research it. If you don't want to research it, 
get professional help. It ain't nothing wrong with professional help. Mm. You know, as for me, I didn't get professional help because I'm a nerd. Again, I just researched it. I, I researched shadow work. I researched emotional intelligence. I researched meditation and the and the scientifically proven benefits mm-hmm. of it. Like this ain't no woo woo shit. Where you, you know, like I said, my family, oh, uh, don't meditate. It open you up to demons and spirits and. It's like, what the fuck? Well, you put a demon and a devil on top of anything, and our folks don't want to fuck with it, bro. But again, that goes back to what I was saying. The two things that hold us back are that's illegal or that's the devil. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I refuse to get a devil that much credit. Like, I mean, I can't say if there is a motherfucker that exists that that sole uh, assignment is to fuck with me. I can't tell you that. But what I can tell you is every time I did some fucked up shit that I can look back and say, real, that was fucked up. Every time I did some fucked up shit, I was in my right mind. I chose to do it in whatever response. Like, I might have felt somebody hurt me and I wanted to hurt them back. Mm. But not once did no motherfucker with horns pop up on my shoulder and say, hey, you should have did that. You know, you should do this. You should do that. No, it might have been Scrappy Do ass again. <laughs> it wasn't the devil. It was ego and shit. That's yeah. what the fuck yeah. that was. But we we have to learn how to own shit. Okay. So that as long as it's outside of your control, it's outside of your fixing. But when you take accountability and decide to say no, nah, even those fucked up relationships I may have been in. Even the way that I've allowed somebody to treat me, I had to decide, hey, nigga, at the end of the day, you always have a choice. And you chose to fuck with this person mm-hmm. after you seen who they really were. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing if you don't know who they are. Right. Or if yeah. they hide it from you. It's another thing for if they reveal themselves to and you. And you still fuck, fuck with them. So with. now it's no longer they keep hurting me. No. You choose to fuck with somebody who has hurt you on many occasions. So even with that shit, once you acknowledge that, now you can say, since you are the cause of your own sorrow, what the fuck are you going to do to fix that shit? So like I said, I had to sit down and get my mind right. That's why it's 12 steps, because there's four steps I took to get my mind right. Okay, break them steps down. Which is managing my attention. Because what you give your attention to influences your perception and how you perceive the world. Kind of so, like the goal you were uh, breaking down in your book about me. Right, type shit. That's that's attention. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we use Facebook oh. and people be like, oh. <laughs> again, no offense. Go ahead. But you get all them statuses. Y'all ain't going to see me after today, y'all. Because I'm shutting my page, dad. And, and it's like, cool, it's, if, it's if, if you really feel like you need to do that, do that shit. You ain't got to announce it, but if you really feel like you need to do that shit for your best self, do that shit. Mm-hmm. But as for me, I understood that Facebook ain't shit but a tool. Yeah. It's a sounding board. Yeah. It is as petty or as productive as I allow it to be through who I follow and see on my wall. Absolutely. So I started weeding my shit out because... Mm-hmm. I didn't want to follow petty ass people. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I got tired of seeing motherfuckers talk about niggas, this bitches, that. You know all the memes about. Gotta. We we wonder why we don't trust each other and we and shit. All we gotta do is look at the memes we share, and we think it's fun. Oh, it's just fun. It's just us having fun. First off, 
study Edward Bernays and propaganda and you'll understand that a meme is way more than a meme mm. it is an ideology that you're sharing that you don't necessarily even have to agree with but it is an ideology that you're sharing mm-hmm. when you show a nigga going in a bitch's purse you know me after I fuck your baby mama to sleep right some shit like and that you know what I'm saying now it's like okay niggas go in bitches purses after they fuck now, bitch, now women are going to think of that shit when they got a nigga over. Now y'all looking at each other's side eye, trying to figure out why y'all can't get comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. But it's because you program the subconscious through symbolism and repetition. Mm. So when you see some shit long enough, whether you admit that you start believing it or not, it's imprinted in the back of your mind. That's why, like, even with all this... This crazy shit going on right now. Mm-hmm. And we at the oh fuck them. We even at each other. If you don't agree with my page, unfriend me now. First off, you limiting yourself if you only fuck with people who agree with you. Mm-hmm. You limiting your perspective if you only fuck with people that see shit the way you see shit. Mm-hmm. I enjoy healthy discussion. I enjoy healthy opposition because first off, it sharpens my skills on explaining and expressing my thoughts. Absolutely. But also, it allowed me to see some shit that I might say, well, I don't agree with you, but I could definitely understand how you came to that conclusion. Yeah. Like, I got good friends. I got a good-ass friend. He was a, He's a technician, or he might not be anymore. He a pastor. Okay. And, you know, when I post some shit about Christianity, you know, he might laugh, or I see what you did there, or mm-hmm. some shit. And that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Just do what you do, fam. Hold on. I fucks with anybody that can hold strongly to their conviction. Yeah. I got a couple Muslim brothers when I left the miles, you know what I'm saying, who I'm still cool with. Right, and you know I, what I'm saying? I love the motherfucking nation and the and the my, and Islam because I remember when I went to go see the honorable uh honorable Elijah Muhammad when he was here. Oh, you actually got to see him. Man, shit, he he was speaking at some church, you know, and at this time I was single, so me and one of my uh lady friends, we should Hey, I, I wanna go see him. Why you wanna go see him? I'll come scoop you. Like, we we there together having a good ass time. Yeah, yeah. you know, just listening to that's, Jewel. Dog, that's dope how you can take a chick. How that could be a first date with a chick. You know what I'm saying? Especially I mean, when she's a sapiosexual and love, I mean, loves knowledge and shit right. like that. But shit, I, you know what's funny? I didn't even look at it as a date because I, I, knew, I knew her since sixth grade. Okay. You know, like, like that's been my age. You know, that's my nigga. Right. You know, but shit. But, you know, we went there and uh, the most organized people I ever seen. Right. Like, to excuse me, brother, we asked that all men go in through this door. All women, sister, if you can go over there and go in through the woman's side. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't no, you know, ignorant-ass person. Why the fuck we got split up? Why did it? No, none of that shit. It was just like, I knew, you know. Yeah. I, I knew that there was a method to their madness. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but even though... I knew they still took the time to explain, brother, well, we like the sisters to go through this door because there's more men right there. So if something jump off, mm. we have more men over there. So we ask that men, uh, women and children go in through that door because they're more protected. You know, shit like that. They right. check my pockets. I mean, shit, Farrakhan was in the building. Uh, brother, uh, I see you got that lighter. Uh, we got to ask that uh, we hold on to that until after the thing, you know? It's like, okay, yeah, I guess they one motherfucker starting fires. Right. You know, understandable, but... I'm not Muslim, exactly. but I still understand why somebody would be. You know, mm-hmm. I'm—I ain't gonna say I'm not Christian. It's just because I believe in Christ consciousness now. Okay. I believe that Christ was preaching 
the same shit that Buddha preaching. You know, it's just love. I mean, shit. What he say? The two, the two greatest commandments: love God with all your being, and the second one is just like it: love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. And in this, you know, is all the commandments because it's real. I love. First off, I understand who I am in God. So I love God. I, I just, I mean, it's a, it's a feeling of gratitude. Yeah. I understand that every morning I open my eyes. There, there's no such thing as a bad day that you're allowed to see. Mm. Again, there's perception. We, we trying to get motherfuckers to pimp their perception around here. You, there's two sides to a coin. You can either focus on the fuck ass side of the coin or you can focus on the other side. You know what I'm saying? There's all, mm. You got to find that silver lining in some shit. Because your body does not know the difference between a thought or an experience. So you can make your body feel a certain way just through your thoughts. It ain't got to be an experience. It can be a thought. So that's why I tell people to meditate. And when you meditate, like when I feel fucked up, well, all meditation is is shutting your focus off of your outside world so that your inside world can begin to... So, so now you you taking the spotlight off the outside and turning that bitch in. Mm -hmm. So now the spotlight shining in. So now you seeing yourself. Mm -hmm. So I tell people, if you gonna meditate, you can meditate, look inside yourself and reflect on yourself, learning what you need to clean out. But also, what I do in meditation is I choose how I want to feel by picking what I want to think about. Mm. So if I'm feeling fucked up, I close my eyes and just envision a time where I may have made one of my children smile or each of my children smile. I got enough of them. Shit, by the time I envision an instance of me making each one of my kids smile or, or a time that I said some shit that made them laugh or something like that, I feel good because I... I chose what I thought about. That thought caused a biochemical response. It caused a hormonal response. Me thinking about the smiles of my children will cause me to produce oxytocin. That's that love hormone. Mm -hmm. The same hormone that women produce while they're getting fucked. So they mouth can say, I don't want no connection all day long. But okay. their body, yeah. their yeah. hormones, yeah. their oxytocin, the same hormone they produce while they breastfeeding, That'll make them slap box a bear for their child. It's the same hormone they producing when they fucking. And they say they don't want a connection with this motherfucker. But your body is saying otherwise. Your hormones are saying otherwise. Mm. Men produce the same oxytocin when we do team sports and shit. You know? Because yeah. if you believe in evolution, they say it come from the hunting gathering times where we yeah. had to work as a squad yeah. to get shit accomplished. Absolutely. So... That's when we produce it, when we work as a team, work as a squad to achieve some shit. Mm -hmm. They produce it when they nurturing, satisfy, you, you know, so it's like by you understanding how shit work, you can begin to make that shit work for you. Mm -hmm. And four steps to my mind, shit, manage your attention, control your perception, understand your emotions, acquire new knowledge. You can't change your life operating off the same knowledge you got. Shit, to see different, you gotta be different, and to be different, you gotta know more. That's just how that shit go. So you you can't say you want a difference in life, but ain't opening up another book, ain't going on any other apps outside of Facebook. Mm. Uh, I mean, shit, even with um, 
social media and Instagram. I stopped following people just because they were friends or family. And I start following people who are doing shit I'm either interested in or trying to do. Or, you know, I follow a lot of cannabis companies. I follow a lot of, uh, because I'm offering an alternative to tobacco, I follow a lot of hemp rap companies. A lot of shit. I, I see all the different wraps you can wrap your shit in outside of tobacco. You know, they got rice paper. They got all kind of shit. You know, they got hemp wraps. They got terpene-infused hemp wraps. Um, I like psychology, so I'm always, like, with hashtags. I follow hashtags. Yeah. So I might just type in hashtag investing. And that's going to bring up a whole bunch of different pictures. Hashtag investments. And now I can see, okay, what this meme saying? Okay, this meme is teaching me the difference between a bull market and the bear market or whatever, you know, type shit. Now that's new knowledge. New knowledge that I'm just seeing scrolling my timeline, doing the same shit I'm doing every day. Shit, in the bathroom or chilling in, you know, shit at work, scrolling my timeline, learning some new shit in between calls. Have you ever ever indulged in psychedelics, man? Because you seem like a type of person that, you know definitely have a higher conscience and you know kind of on the, the whole hippie vibe you know what I'm saying with the psychedelics man have you ever have you ever indulged man no I'm not gonna say that I won't I just okay. I've, I've just been doing a lot of research and then shit I'm always daddy I'm always yeah. baby yeah I'm always a father I'm always a husband so that's something I wanna etch out some time to experience if I ever do it okay you know, at least the first time, because I don't want to have to, you know, try to be father or husband while I'm dealing with some new shit I ain't never done. Right. <laughs> but let me tell you something, man. For me, I, I have indulged in, I am a big component and, and adv- advocate of magic right. mushroom psilocybin. Yeah. And it has been a life changer for me. Man. That's fly as fuck, man. For real. Like, and, and it has definitely opened up my, my state of consciousness. And then on top of that, man, it gave me a whole perspective, whole new perspective on life, bro. Yeah. And a whole new sense of appreciation for everything and everybody. You you dig what I'm saying? Uh And I think us as a community, if we're not talking about using some of of these substances Mm -hmm. that the ancients have left behind... I don't really think we're talking about healing and moving forward. Right, right. And and that's, again, that's what the book is about. It's just, it's whole wellness. Before you can try to be a, a, a any, you got to be a whole person, a whole man, a whole woman, before you can be a man of the house, before you can be a man of God, mm-hmm. before you can be any other kind of man, you got to first be a fucking man or, or woman, adult, mature, whatever. Yeah. And, and we can't do that shit by only tending to half of ourselves. Mm. Like, that's the difference to me between religion and spirituality. Religion is something you turn on and off on a certain day at a certain time or something like that. Spirituality is me... Shit, I'm spiritual every day, all day, because it's just understanding my connection to the divine and my connection to every person and everything else through that connection to the divine no different than that router right there type shit you know that that's how i explain spirituality you got this phone right here now without a network you still might have a couple games on there you still can check it for the time you can have some music on there and shit like that but when you connect that bitch to a network that invisible thing that's larger than it 
that goes further than it. Mm. That connect, you know what I'm saying? That's all spirituality is, is understanding yeah. that connect. Now, when you got a connection to that motherfucking phone, the sky's the limit. Kind of like the, when you have a connection with yourself exactly. and, the, and the forces that's outside of you. Exactly. You yeah. understand that just like there's some invisible wavelengths that bring internet to your phone that allow you to go live on some shit where I can be in other people's houses across the world. Because shit, somebody could be watching this from China type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying the end, but through the internet, through that connection, you understand that you're now everywhere. Mm. <laughs> How cold is that? So it's like we got to view ourselves as that shit. I'm connected to some all-powerful shit that allows me to be everywhere, not physically, but in the quantum realm. Like, I don't know if you fuck with quantum mechanics, but yeah, yeah. but even, damn, I hate using the word now because of Jada, <laughs> but even quantum entanglement, okay. you know? That was a motherfucking thing before everybody started using entanglement. That's just mm-hmm. saying that at one point in time, we all, before the Big Bang, we all were at one single point. Yeah. So at the Big Bang, we all spread out, but anything that comes in contact with each other, exchange particles. Mm. So that, with, like, we shook hands. Yeah. So when you head to the crib, now... I might think, I wonder what King doing, and now I get a text from you type shit, or you call, hey nigga, what's good? It's like, damn, fam, I was just thinking about you. Exactly. Well, whatever it's crazy how that happens. Whatever particles we exchange now connect us. Yeah. To now, I mean, there's a there's an experiment with quantum entanglement that showed that it was there was no time delay, no nothing. Mm. Immediately as one particle got stimulated or affected on this end, Simultaneously, it was showing uh, that shit on the other end, miles away type shit. Mm. And that's so that shit is magic is just science that has not been understood yet. Mm. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's all. It's just understanding that there are higher forces that we may be able to utilize. That uh, the, the internet, we can't see that shit. No. Now, a couple years ago, if you told somebody this is a phone. Without a cord, not that kitchen motherfucker with the spiral cord. This is a and phone. Not the block Nokia. Right. This is a phone, and I can video chat. I can go live. Motherfucker, think you crazy? Until that technology became mainstream. Yeah. That's all that shit is. Is understanding that. Okay, if you understand that, you speak to the. First off, everything is energy. There. Matter and energy. Separa- separation is an illusion. It, it looked like we separate, but we in this room breathing the same air, hearing the same music, getting hit by the same sound waves. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's no separation. All, all this realm is, is an ocean of energy. And just like in the ocean, them two fish may not be touching each other. But if this fish swim, the wave it calls in the water is still going to be felt by the yeah. other fish type True shit. Indeed. So True that's indeed. just how the world is. That's why I live my life understanding that any and everything I do can impact somebody else. So I always try to move in a way that I'm a benefit. Mm. That's, the, that's what creation is. Creation ain't competition. It's cooperation. Yes. And when you understand, like... 
And not knocking church people, like, because I, I was in church. And same here. that same feeling I used to get thinking about Jesus on the cross. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm so unworthy. You, you, so, you, know, you so worthy dying for this little peon like me. That same appreciation I get without the guilt now. Mm. Because I ain't thinking, oh, well, this little peon you didn't have to die for. I'm thinking, damn, Lord, you orchestrated this shit so cold that even the worm in the ground contributes to my best interest. That worm is eating decaying ass, dying ass matter. And it shits out some shit that now the plant roots can absorb as nutrients. Those plants gonna turn that shit into fruit or bud. Whatever. <laughs> or, or so, you know, know, something that's gonna be a good Something that's gonna us. benefit me through the beauty of creation. Mm. So that's why, like, I'm not an evolutionist. I can't, I, I mean, it's hard for me to believe in evolution. Because uh, I just don't understand, like, shit, what evolved first? The mouth or the asshole? I, like, I mean, if you, you, eat, you gotta, know. if you eat, you got a shit. Right. And why would you need an asshole if you ain't shitting? So, you know, so, like, did the mouth and ass pop out together? And then, you know, like, the world I, may never know. Right type shit. So, I believe in, in creative, uh, intelligent design. Because I understand when you look at a plant, you see the fucking... Uh, pie, the Fibonacci sequence mm-hmm, the type Fibonacci shit. Sequence, yeah. You you see that in the leaves. Mm-hmm. You see how. And for those who Google the Fibonacci sequence, if you don't know what it is, it's something. It's a sequence that in every single living thing. You know what I mean? That sequence is there. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep, that, uh, keep that camera like that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what else is so man? What else does it mean to become your own dog, man? In your, in your humble opinion. After you get your motherfucking mind right, then do what you can to get your body right. That that's shit. So that's the body section. So okay. After you get your mind right by managing your attention, your perception, your emotions, and gaining new knowledge, then get your body right. You you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, be aware of what you put in your body and on your body and on your body because Absolutely. like I say in the book shit your skin absorbs 60% of the shit that it's you put on it's the biggest organ of your body it's so so it's like we all we always talk about fuck cancer fuck cancer like man shit we just lost a a, a very inspiring motherfucker yesterday to cancer Cola man R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman aka that, the Black Panther that man. shit hurt me like, you know cause wow. it's like damn but like I said, there's always two sides to a coin. I could either focus on the fact that we lost a, a, a brother who had kids, like as a father. I always empathize when somebody passes on with younger children. Well, ch- children, period. I don't give a fuck how old you are. Uh, uh, losing of a parent is the losing of a parent. Absolutely. But you know, I empathize with that shit, but I could either focus on his the losing of him or I could focus on that nigga knew he was sick. Mm. And I just seen him in plenty movies, so I'm thinking he knew he was sick. Let me and said, let me hustle hard for my babies while I'm here, so that when I'm gone, they still good. And that's what I draw from that. That mm. that's that that's how I live. Yeah. As a man, my job is to protect, provide, and prepare my family for my absence one day. Mm. So, 
That's why I'm getting businesses going. That's why I'm getting intellectual property going. I want my babies, babies, babies to eat off the moves that I make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my kids. My goal is to have a business before my kids was old enough to work. My sons are 16 to 15 now. So now, with my business, because I, I do smokables, but I also do health and beauty products, going back to the 60% that your shit absorbed. Yeah. If you look at the back of your lotion, and there's 10 ingredients on that motherfucker, and you're not willing to eat six of those, mm. why the fuck you putting it on your skin? Mm. Like I said, we talk about fuck cancer, but we don't do shit. We say it with our mouth, but we don't take the actions to literally say fuck cancer. Yeah, especially with the foods that we eat. Right, the food we eat, man. We and, and, and I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm not. I mean, shit, like you know. I mean, I'm guilty of shit. Uh, in the book, I talk about I lost 125 pounds. I'm still a big ass nigga. Yeah. I'm just not as big as I was. Absolutely. 125. <laughs> so you know, like I'm, <clears throat> I lost 125 pounds, going loosely following the Doctor Sabi method. You, okay. You, you know, so I it's rare I eat meat. Yeah. Like I now I just started getting back to eating fish. But, you know, I'm still big. Because yeah. people think, because you vegan, it's like carbs is, is vegetable. Shit, yeah. fries, you can, you can eat fries and stay big. That, that's a vegetable. Yeah. Shit, potato chips, Absolutely. fries. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Apple pie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's oh. that's oh. just a vegetable. But, yeah. but yeah, we need to get more, especially, like, like he passed from colon cancer. And what a lot of people don't understand is colon cancer didn't really become prominent until we started fucking with cold cuts. Mm. Like, there's, like, and I don't want the cold cut people to sue me type shit. No, you ain't, you ain't mentioning, like, you ain't dropping that. Like, research it, but, like, in the, in, around the time, you can see when certain diseases become prominent. Yeah. Like, Alzheimer's. That's a lot of baby boomers that have Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. But they say that now, like, some people are saying that Alzheimer's is caused by a collection of aluminum in your brain. Mm. You know, because aluminum... Anything you take in, especially with the deodorants that we wear, man, that's shit. got a lot of aluminum in it, right? And you know then you put it under your arm. These yeah. are lymph nodes. These is this is where your body, like the reason your armpits stink, is because that's your sewer system. Mm -hmm. the, the the toxins you put in your body, they excrete from your armpits and your groin region, type shit. You know, so you caking on the antiperspirant, stopping you from sweating. Stopping you from excreting poison, mm -hmm. and now you trying like they the parabens and shit and aluminum and deodorant are being linked to breast cancer. Yeah, but do they take the shit out the deodorant? No. I remember something interesting in your book. You were talking about the uh, how you know talc was considered Dude, good for us at one point, fam. and I was like, dog, that is so cold. Motherfucking so baby powder. Yeah, baby Some powder. Some shit we told is safe enough to put. From the cradle to the grave, yeah, is now being linked to ovarian cancer, mm -hmm. like, and that goes back to legality. You yep. can you can get powdered over the counter. That's killing. So this shit ain't never about your well being. It's always about the money and the mm -hmm. control. Because otherwise, fast food joints would be illegal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They got motherfuckers getting to put on the mask just to walk out the house, but they still can go to uh, fucking McDonald's. <laughs> And, or, or, on, you know, or any other fast food place So it ain't about your health So what the fuck is it really about Right. Yo, yo motherfucking compliance Yeah So so it's like just like in the book Like I said 
understanding aluminum and parabens is causing <coughs> breast cancer or, or allegedly causing breast cancer. God bless you. They uh they ain't taking it out the deodorant. What they do, just turn the deodorant thing pink. Mm. In awareness of breast cancer. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> ain't that a bitch? See, America oh, is a mother. Shit. See, and I'm gonna tell you something that's interesting because when I was on the mushroom trip, I just had to realize I have to get the fuck up out this country because they don't love us, bro. They'll sit up there and make us sick with the foods and shit that they provide, and then turn around and give us the medicine that fucks us up even well, more. I mean, shit in the Bible when they talk about witchcraft, it's like that's all it is. Like we we need to understand what the fuck witchcraft is so that we can understand how it's used against us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Again, magic ain't all magic is is a natural law or force that you have yet to understand. Mm. That don't mean the next motherfucker ain't learn that shit and use it again. A perfect example going back to fast food. Colorology. You mm-hmm. ever heard of that shit? It's 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 certain colors that trigger you to make you feel hungry. Like yellow and red are like, like hunger triggering. Well, they're colors. they're busy colors. Okay. So you can't. So your body your body see red or yellow. Those keep you. Uh, they busy colors, so you can't feel relaxed because they they want you to eat and go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't want you to chill and par parlay. And and after after your burger gone, they want you to hit the fucking door. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, they they painted all that shit red and yellow. You couldn't mm-hmm. get comfortable. It was busy colors, mm-hmm. but also them busy colors because now you busy and your body is like, okay, some shit we need to do. Now you gonna be more hungry because your body done prepped for some shit to do. And now, so that's colorology. Now, yeah. are we going to call that magic? Or are we going to call that psychology? Mm. Like, once you understand, again, when you understand how shit work, you can make it work for you. When you understand how the mind work, you can make it work for you, which goes back to Edward Bernays and propaganda. Okay. You got to wonder why shit on TV, every motherfucking, I mean, okay, let's just go to BET. Motherfucking everything is either love and hip hop or or some reality show yeah. or or a rap ch- like it, it ain't no niggas on TV now that ain't got no tattoos on their face type shit. I mean, man, and, and, I, and, on, and I ain't knocking nobody if that's what you choose to do. Right. But you gotta understand that, like when I went to college, uh, I had an art class with this girl from Key Wascom. I never even fucking heard, heard of Key Wascom. Yeah. But this girl was from a place called Key Wascom in Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. Who the only nigga they had in their town was one of, you know, one of them black dudes that, you, you know, he got the perm and shit. And, oh, shit. You know, the, the dog collar. Oh, and one of them so, dudes. So, so the only black dude in their town had the perm, the dog collar, but he was known for having a long coat nail. Okay. So the only person they could gauge blackness or, or use as a barometer of black people it's somebody who really don't even act like us. Right. He's kinfo, uh, not kinfo. <laughs> oh, but you know, so now you got to understand there's people in towns that never seen a black person outside of what the media yeah. portrays black people to be. And, and we're so multi media. And we're so multi-dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Like no two black people are the same. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, every, right. Like everybody don't sit up there ain't ain't no thug nigga. You right. know what I'm saying? Everybody but ain't. it's like you gotta understand propaganda, and when yeah. you see the propaganda, now you gotta un- ask yourself why, mm-hmm. why, 
Why is it necessary for us to be portrayed in a way that have us feared and hated? It goes back to exploitation. Mm -hmm. The only reason motherfucking slave... Okay. The only reason color ever became a thing was for slavery. Yeah. And who decided that they were going to start only enslaving people based off skin color? White folks. The church. Mm. The Vatican. Before that, slaves were all colors. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially in in that area, because the Arabs took slaves. Yeah, they took slaves. They had slaves of all colors. Yeah. Like matter of fact, the slave trade started with Arabs. Which a lot of people don't know that. Right. Yeah, they don't understand that. that Arabs sold a nigga to a white person, and the white person said, "Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Let, let me do that." You know, but they what became. But they were awfully more brutal with it. You know well. I mean? You gotta. You well, gotta, Arabs weren't weren't, weren't necessarily the kind to see. The, the Arabs had eunuchs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, shit, if you want to talk about brutal, yeah. they had motherfuckers that either got their balls cut off or were so scared of losing their balls that their balls went inwards. Mm. Like, all, all eunuchs didn't get their shit cut off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some of their shits just drew up in them. Cause they, so it's like, that's why I don't... I look at character, not color. Okay. Because I've had bad run-ins with black folks. Yeah, I've had good run-ins with white, white folks. folks. Absolutely. So it's like, fuck the color. What about your character? Yeah. If you a person of integrity, accountability, you you fucks with love, knowledge, and understanding. I fucks with you. Yeah. There's niggas that don't even fuck with that shit. <laughs> and guess what? I don't fuck with them kind of people at all. You know, I love niggas shit you know i'm a nigga and, mm-hmm. and, and i know that me constantly using that word uh, we know uh, what you're saying shit anybody who don't look up dr kaba kameen k-a-b-a space k-a-m-e-n-e where he breaks down how the word nigga was just some retarded motherfuckers mispronouncing what we called ourselves nagas right kings yep so from that you get negro which now becomes black. black, yeah, and then you get some retarded motherfuckers trying to say Negro and you're nigger. <laughs> that's why words don't affect me because I see the retardedness. That's that's like a a, a special ed child, and I ain't talking about all children. Yeah, we know we don't talk, we talking about like, you know snack pack though. Yeah, when when we, when we was in school, you're ugly. It's like uh, I could get offended. But I could let this kid that's in the basement classes make me feel less of myself. The motherfucker who throws snack packs. Or I could understand who's saying this shit yeah. about me and just take it as a grant. Sometimes you got to understand who the fuck's saying this shit about you. Mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? So Dr. Kaba Kameen breaks that down. But, you know, I, I fucks with color. I got friends of, I mean, I fucks with character because I fucks with fifth dimensional people mm-hmm. who fucks with love, knowledge, understanding. I, I can't even fuck with my family on certain levels. I still love them. Yep. And I feel like whatever they believe, they have the right to believe that shit. I'm going to love them in spite of that shit. And I hope that they succeed in their uh, conviction. I mm-hmm. want them to be able to live out their conviction to the fullest. I may not get that same love, respect, or understanding, but I can't Dictate how a person treat me, only mm. how I treat, treat others and allow around me who treat. I mean, some people gonna treat you fucked up, just don't be around. Like that, that's like with this whole shit here, like I ain't never really spoke on it. Because first off, if me being a living 
breathing extension of a universal omnipotent intelligent creative force if me being an extension of God mm -hmm. have to explain to you why my life matters fuck you I'm saving my breath mm. my motherfucking existence ain't a slogan my motherfucking existence ain't a catchphrase Talk to him. Shit, fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and no, no disrespect to anybody who painting that shit, walking that shit again. If that's your conviction, rock with your conviction. But don't feel like everybody who ain't moving like you is against you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We got to understand that shit. This is chess, not checkers. Mm -hmm. The bishop move at an angle. The rook move straight. Yep. The horse move at an L. Yep. But together, we going to get this shit popping. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to <laughs> be all out there and you everybody know got different roles in, right. the, in the struggle. Shit, in a war, there's the soldiers, but then there's the motherfuckers who sit down in the council and strategize for the soldiers. Then there's the people who run the propaganda. Right, you know, and that's the first part of the warfare. It's propaganda. Propaganda, and, 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 and it's it's sad, but because black folks are. Too, they get too caught up into the propaganda. Right, and that's the thing. And, and just that's why in my book I talk about the importance of understanding your emotions. There is no such thing as a bad emotion. Mm. There, may be, there may be bad actions or behind, behavior behind that, that were motivated by an emotion, but there's nothing wrong with getting angry. No. All anger is is your yourself telling you that hey something needs to change mm -hmm. that's it that's what anger is i'm uncomfortable i'm hurt i'm scared i feel unvalued something has to change now you have to intelligently decide uh what needs to change mm -hmm. but you need to sit in that anger and, uh your phone did something i don't know what you're doing uh look now you need to figure out how and, and for me I don't want to. <clears throat> they say when emotions are high, logic is low. Mm. The easiest way to control and manipulate somebody is to get them in their feelings. Because you know what feelings bring about what behavior. Mm -hmm. So all you need to do is know what, need, what evokes a certain feeling. And when you got people shut up in the house for three months, ain't got shit better to do. Now you give them something to be mad about and then turn them loose. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me this shit ain't, ain't, and, and it's, it's unfortunate for anybody who lost their life. Mm -hmm. Yes? But, uh-uh, baby. No, I don't see it. But uh, it's unfortunate for anybody who lost their life. But you got to understand, even with Facebook, why I can't post a music video without that shit being hopped on for copyright infringement. Mm -hmm. I can't say shit about COVID or vaccines without that shit being hopped on by a fact Quick. checker. Quick. But you can... You can't say nothing about LGBT. Right, without, without that blocked. shit being hopped on. Mm -hmm. But all in your timeline, you allowed to see black men get killed. I mean, yes, I understand people feel like they need to spread the awareness, but you ain't seeing no... Ch okay, I mean, well, I was about to say you ain't seeing no other uh, cultures getting killed, but <clears throat> that'll be uh, wrong. 
before when ISIS was a thing, mm-hmm. that's all motherfuckers seen in their timeline was motherfuckers mo- getting their head chopped get, off, getting beheaded. Or- because mm-hmm. it again, social media is still media, and somebody controls that media, and whoever controls that media controls the narrative. Yeah. So whenever there's a narrative being presented, you hopefully somebody who's a thinker stop and ask themselves why, mm. why, why am now I'm seeing you know now I'm seeing white woman slap black kid for, over a go kart or some shit. You know, it's like there there's always a flavor. Mm-hmm. There's always a flavor of the week, a, 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 a controversy of the week, shit. Because they need people to stay scared. They need people to stay helpless, hopeless. <laughs> they need people that shit. So now you you was talking now motherfuckers murder hornets, mm-hmm. uh, dust storms from the Sahara that's supposed to be worse than any. Yes, my love. Why are you in that bathroom? Anybody in there with you? <laughs> okay. Yes, my love. Okay, baby. <laughs> but, okay, I'm about to ignore you now, my love. But um, so you gotta ask yourself why certain narratives are being presented. Yeah. And it's always propaganda. Like even with this, like I'm, I ain't gonna say this shit, but it's just a lot of shit going on that's stopping people from sitting down with each other and having dialogue with each other. Mm-hmm. Either we scared we gonna catch cooties from each other. Yep. Or now we fighting about who wearing masks, who ain't wearing masks. Like they, shit. We, we fighting about who wearing masks, who ain't wearing masks. We fighting about color. We fighting about who got it worse, women or men, and, and all this shit. And it's like, you don't step back and ask yourself, who gains from all this dissension. Mm-hmm. God is about unity. God is about collaboration, cooperation, cohabitation. That separation shit is to cause division and weakness and all that shit. So you got to ask yourself why. You know, and then when you can ask yourself why, maybe you can sit down. But that's why we need to learn emotional intelligence so we can stop being controlled by our emotions. I mean, like I was talking to my lady, and I said, damn, they done burnt up a whole car lot. And I said, you remember on, you ever seen Five Bloods? I, I seen some of it. Mm, I seen that, like that, that. That had Chadwick in it. Yeah, yeah, it did. Damn, damn. But he said something, because they was mad about Martin Luther King getting killed. They like, mm-hmm. man, I just want to, they wanted to go shoot their own platoon of white people because they were mad Martin Luther King died. Mm-hmm. And dude said, I will not let anybody else use my rage against me. So I'm not telling anybody how to feel or what to do when they feel that certain way. All I ask is that they stop and think and ask themselves, who gained from this move I'm about to make? Like I told my lady, uh, I said, damn, they, they burned down the car lot. I said, what if that car lot was struggling? What if that car lot was on the verge of closing? You just helped them out. The insurance money. Yes, because those cars wasn't making no money sitting on that lot. But when you burnt them bitches, guess what? I get cashed out by my insurance company. Right. You remember uh, trading places where he dropped that vase? Mm -hmm. And they like, oh, well, we bought it at this price, but it was appraised at this price. So by you destroying it, you actually earned us $5,000. Yeah. You know, so it's like. Want me to break something else? (laughs) Right. No. You know, this is my favorite movie. But you got to understand, okay, so now you burning shit down, right? 
and you you absolutely right there's no products or property that can amount to the life of a human being mm -hmm. but again what if you stopped and said hey if I'm burning this shit down am I just doing free demo for developers who've been looking at our area anyway I burn this shit down. They ain't got to pay nobody to knock this shit down. Now they got a reason why it's down. Yep. Now they could come in, sweep that shit up, put a fly-ass loft here, let you live in it on subsidized rent mm -hmm. until they tired of getting your money, then move you out, and then let somebody from Waukesha, Oconomowoc, Mosquito, who been dying to move closer to the lake, mm -hmm. who been dying to be close enough to see Giannis play type shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like... Uh, something happened again. But, uh, but it's like... And again, I'm not telling anybody how to feel or how to move. All I, all I do is step back and try to look at the bigger picture because again, this is chess, not checkers. Are you being a pawn to somebody and you don't even realize it? I used to watch the boondocks. Mm -hmm. Remember the episode where he gave Grandpops the uh, the restaurant yeah. for the Luther? Yeah. And his goal was to bring that property value down so that he could buy it at a lower price and flip that shit. Yep. So Pops thinking he getting a restaurant on GP, but really he knew that it was going to cause addicts, crime, drop in property. So now it's... So it's like... Don't let your rage be used by somebody else. Mm. That motherfucking car lot about to eat. Yeah. They about to eat. They don't give a fuck about them burnt cars. No. Them cars wasn't making them money sitting there. Not at all. But now that they burnt, fuck what they bought them for. What were they appraised for? <laughs> that motherfucking immigrant business that was hanging on by a thread in your neighborhood... It's finna eat now. It's finna eat now off the insurance, and guess what? Now they can either rebuild bigger and better in your neighborhood or not. Or they can take they take shit. Hey, shit, I was gonna close this shit down anyway, but hey, guess what? We just got a quarter million insurance policy. We could take this shit, start somewhere else, start something else. And so it's like, if you truly angry at these people, if you truly mad at these people, if you truly hate these people, stop feeding them. Mm. They don't. They don't hear that, man. Stop feeding them. Real quick, man. We got. We only got a couple more oh, minutes okay, before sure. we get up out of here, though, man. Yeah. But is there any like last words or? You oh know shit. What I'm well, any uh, jewels that you want to drop? Shit. Learn to love your motherfucking self. Whatever you gotta do. If there's something in you that embarrasses you, figure out how you either need to accept that shit or get that shit out of you, so that you can be your best friend first, your greatest promoter second. And then that's going to allow you to do whatever else you're going to yeah. do. Whatever dream you got, you got to believe in yourself before you get anybody else to believe that shit. Mm -hmm. Shit, I'm, I'm a regular-ass nigga, wrote a book. I'm a regular-ass nigga, got a legal cannabis company as a minority, fam. Yep. That's an achievement right there. That's that's one thing I, I take pride in. It's like, damn, nigga. I know niggas still trapping, got to look over their shoulder, and you put in proper moves to legally trap. Yeah. So my guy, my guy calls it being game organized and legal. Exactly. Yeah. Figure out how to turn your shit into a legal flip, and I mean, even if you a female, shit, get you an LLC. Call yourself an intimacy consultant. 
Uh, now you got a, now you got an FEIN number. You paying taxes and the government ain't gonna fuck with you. Yeah. Because they getting they cut. That's what I'm talking but about. But shit, follow me on higher frequency on Instagram. H-I-G-H-E-H-R-F-R-E-A-K-U-E-N-C-Y. Fuck with my book, 12 Steps to Becoming Your Own Dope. Right. Tell, them where you can, tell them where they can shit, get that. It's at. on Amazon. Shit. Or if you come to my Instagram page, I got a link tree. They got links to my podcast interviews, my own podcast, my YouTube channel, and my Instagram. My goal is to educate, edify, and encourage us to be in our best selves. Get your mind right, get your body right, and get your spirit right. And get your relationships right, too. Right, man. that's the next book. You know what I'm saying? Get that's, your relationships that's the next right. Book. First and foremost, get a good relationship with yourself. Right. And then you treat yourself good, you treat others around you good, right. man. Um, I love you. Tell somebody you love them, and I'll talk to y'all sooner than later, man. I really appreciate having you up on this show, man. man this, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, shit. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shit, I, shit. A motherfucker give you attention and some energy they can't get back. So in response to that, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure we leave this interaction with me contributing to you in some kind of way. Hey, man. It was beautiful, man. Nothing Not less. Sure. Man. Hey, man. Once again, man, that's been another episode of the Professional Playboy Podcast. Uh, y'all tune in next time, man. Um, we, got it, we got it going on. Y'all take it easy. Peace.